myself Cause I can't afford to be here This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me across the table, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's not late in the evening, but it is an evening record, and we are live and in person, and we are vaxxed, and we are boosted. Say hello to Mike Schmidt. Hi. We're not masked either. Look at us taking all the challenges and the bending the rules. Did I say we were masked? No, you said vaxxed and boosted, but it masked always to me comes into that. It's the triumvirate. It's the holy trinity of COVID. I could never, I couldn't record masked. Oh, it's tough for you to say? No, I couldn't record if we had masks on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. I mean, fair point. But at the same time, I thought I would go ahead and establish that because I'll tell you what, if we were wearing masks, we sound fucking amazing. We do. We do. I've had a sore throat for four days and I had COVID three weeks ago. This sore throat was a hundred times worse than COVID was for me. Well, when you texted me, you said you had a swollen uvula. I did have a swollen uvula. And you were, you were taking some time to rest your voice. And then the next time you texted me, it was the inside of a doctor's office. I'm like, what the hell is going on over yeah, there? Man? I had to go because it was like, you know, my uvula was swollen up. It, it looked like I had a Nilla wafer in the back of my throat. Oh, a little, there you go. A little, like a speed bag. Instead of, it just got a little bigger. You just give yeah, it a little workout. I put some ants in there. Hello, my baby. I put that guy in there. Oh, a little frog in there. Michigan J. He's going to work. Mike, tonight the show is brought to you by Rick Nielsen's Rockin' Vodka. Oh, very nice. I didn't know Rick had branched out into vodka. It's right here. See, it's got the checkerboards and stuff on it. Now, no. it's not really, I mean, I'm only saying that because I'm drinking it. Well, I've got to be honest. I have never seen a bottle of vodka that had five dispenser, five necks. That's very <laughs> stranging. Yeah. Strange, it is. Uh, strange. It's hard. Stranging? Well, you can, look, if you uncork all five, you can fill up five glasses at once. <laughs> and why don't they do that? Why isn't that their thing? Because that would be a cheap trick. Oh, oh come on. We're done. Kill my microphone. Turn well, it off. Good night. Take care of yourself. Let's chat a little bit before we get into the topic. Now, the topic tonight is very exciting. Well, we, well, we will we, chat. We, I'm going to stop what, you, though. Hello. What? I'm, I'm going to jump in because you have the bad uvula. I also have a bad throat mm-hmm. uh, from from singing, from yell singing over the past weekend. And around the same time, because you were with me as we went, we've watched the Taylor Hawkins Foo Fighters and tribute we watched, concert. We watched it live. Yes. I got to your house at 8 a.m. and we watched it live as it aired yes. or as it played out in London. Mm-hmm. And then I love these people on Twitter. When's this on? Or how did you watch it? Or I'm like, what are, you, are you are you a nut job? Yeah. How did I watch it? It's been it's been everywhere. Now, Just go to the Foo Fighters website. I know, but I'm I'm an old person who doesn't have kids. So I'm kind of very online. So I sort of know those things. But there'll be people you know they have children or they're going to a booster bus or they're selling candy bars, whatever the fuck. And then all of a sudden out of the blue like three days later, they're seeing clips and they're like, oh man, I got, I wish I could have watched that. What, 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 when was it on? And it's like, well, they publicized it for over a month. Are you, you there? Know? Did you go? No, <laughs> what? no it's Jesus. Yeah. It's a strange go thing. Go to the Foo Fighters website. And I try not to, I can't look down at those people because they have a life, you know, because honestly, because that, because that's the defense too. But if you were like, dude, it was on, you should have known. They'd be like, I have a life and things to do. You know what I mean? We, I have kids and I've, that's never stopped me from seeking things out and wanting to know stuff, especially yes. if it's something that I'm into i'm not one of those parents that just was like you got kids it's over you don't do anything now you don't well i think the issue too is that people didn't know they were into it till they started seeing the clips mm-hmm. 
And then they went, oh, this would have been a cool thing to watch because I like those guys. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when they saw Lars Ulrich and the guy from ACDC, they went, oh my God, I really like those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. I don't think they understood the scope of it, that no. kind of thing. So. It's, 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 it's like the Freddie Mercury tribute or- right. I mean, it's not like Live Aid, but I mean, it's it's a big deal. It was a big deal. And and big also deal. I had seen, so we watched it and then you left and then I was on a Foo Fighters <laughs> Wait a jag. minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> the, way, the way you said that was like, we watched it, then you left. <laughs> I don't, Look, well, you had to after go. six and a half hours, I had to go. I had to take Rita somewhere and I stand up and start packing my shit up and Mike goes, Dude, you're leaving? I'm like, I, but, but I you, thought we were going to hang out. I'm like, I've been here six and a half hours. You waited for the final note of the concert to fade till there was finally no, there was no sound, and then you, you were literally packing up your phone. And you're walking out the door. I'm like, you, well, you're leaving right now. Well, here's what it was. It was Friday was Pilar's birthday, so it's kind of birthday weekend. So Rita needed to be somewhere, and I I I said I um I, I'm locked into mics. I no, I said I'm locked into mics because I thought that thing was going to go till four or five. Yeah. So. Pilar said, well, my thing might end, so I'll take her. I didn't want Pilar to have to take her on birthday weekend. So as soon as I saw that the show was ending after six hours, I was like, oh, contact all yeah. parties involved. Dad will be there. Bought myself two hours. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, and I and I get it. But you were so funny when you thought we were going to hang out. I'm like, six and a half hours I've been here. <laughs> but you know what? I've I been ate, like that. I ate seven bags of chips and ice cream and a, a big breakfast a big from breakfast. McDonald's. There you did. Uh, <laughs> well, I, but I was notorious for that as a kid or even, you know, into my twenties, I'd be at my buddy's Jeff's house in Chicago and we'd watch the bulls because the mm -hmm. bulls would be in the title game or whatever in the tight, in the championship round. And we'd watch the bulls be me and Max and, and Jeff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then the game would end and I'd be like, uh, and, and Meg's would be like, all right, we got to get out of here. And I'm like, well, throw on sports center. We got to see the highlights of this. <laughs> and I, I, I will hang out with you as long as you'll hang out with me. I fucking love it. I don't care. And when people would come to my house and we'd play video games all night, like I would hang out till like five or six I get in the morning. It. I get that. it. I love to hang out too. But in, and this week they're flying to Boston tomorrow. So yeah. Oh, six days. Uh, and, and I understood, but I'm just saying it. So you bailed. So, and then so I, was, I bailed now, again, a negative. <laughs> oh, no, you, you left. Bailed just means left. So I had the weekend. Well, I mean, I had a very, I was at a very busy Saturday night too. I What's a, a negative way to say someone left? Because these to me all sound negative. You fucking took off. <laughs> okay. You fucking split. All right. Uh, none of those are really negative. It depends on the in, in intonation and all the other thing. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I can understand where if I said bailed or you left, I did hear the way I said it. But... <laughs> Uh, so you, I got in a Foo Fighters jag over the weekend. You cut out on me. Uh, hey, what are you doing, man? You, you leave me high and dry. Me. What are you doing? You leave me high and dry. <laughs> Saturday night. Oh, hi. <coughs> hi. <coughs> oh, let's not do that. Our sore throats no, will come back. Awful. I because, couldn't even say sore throat. <laughs> well, that's what I did over the let weekend. Let me tell you something. Oh, I can't people. do it. I can't do it. No. I can barely talk. So if I booked you for a cameo right now, I'd have to get my money back. Oh, it'd be rough. You know what? I would <laughs> I would just say, I got a sore throat. Oh, no. You just power through it? I couldn't do it. Uh, you'd have to have him in like a little, like wrapped up in a towel, like in a, in a little thermometer sticking out of his mouth. Cameos dropped way off. You think? <laughs> For me, it is. <laughs> well, I talked about it on my show yesterday. Like I've, I've had two this year, I think, but I'm, I'm only in it. I got lucky because I happen to know the guy who knows the CEO. You're not in it to win it. I'm always in it to win it. You know that. But I know the guy who knows the CEO mm -hmm. of Cameo. So I got in ground floor. I mean, I was like one in the first vanguard of performers. Me too. I think the same way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so I was like, I, we. I have no business being on there. Of course not. <laughs> and that's 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 what I'm saying. Is I got on early. 
But if I if I if it had changed into like right now, I said, "Hey man, can I be on Cameo?" They'd be like, "Get fucked. Who are you? You're a nobody." Exactly. They got, they got Brett Favre and then yeah. the Corn Kid. You know, they got all these very popular celebrities. You can book me a hundred times, or you can book Brett Favre once. Yeah. <laughs> and Brett Favre will give you thirty seconds yeah. of his of his best drawl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you know, I the less Cameo it is, ridiculous. Uh, our friend, my friend Matt booked me uh and he was like he because he had a zine coming out and he wanted me to plug his blog and his zine and then he shared it as a commercial like on his social media well i talked for 14 minutes you know and i'm just talking into the phone and babbling and talking i read his zine silly. four times <laughs> by the time i was finished yeah <laughs> so it was over the weekend we used yeah, bailed on me and then i'm alone <laughs> so then i had foo fighters uh, i had i went into foo fighters jag mm-hmm. and uh and i the only and I'm singing it because best of you for me, there are some songs that you have to sing, right? Like, you know, you got to sing breakdown by Tom Petty. You yeah. just have to, but it's, it's a lot easier on your voice than best of you. You got to sing sweetness by Jimmy eats world, but Jimmy Eat world. There are just songs that you, you you're compelled. And in best of you that, that part, especially the, Whoa, I can't do it. Um, I, Oh, I'm, that was it. No, no oh, I had no idea what that was. Fasc- I thought that was Jimmy Eat world. No, sir. That's, that's the, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa from uh, best of you. And it, uh, I'm fascinated. I thought that by was him. feelings. Whoa, 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 fee. Oh, it's not a Morris Albert. It could have been if you wanted <laughs> to be. I, uh, I, I'm fascinated by how loud I can be. Mm-hmm. Oh, like in an enclosed space. We're not I, even wearing headphones tonight, <laughs> dude. I, like I, I tried to break my mirror. I tried to Ella Fitzgerald my mirror in my car. Like I was like, I'm going to be as loud as I possibly can. I wanted because because I, I have sheer the power of just like from my diaphragm. It's super loud when I want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, I could call my brother, and he three blocks away, he'd hear me. It was that kind of thing. So I, I can bellow. So I was, and I love the song, and it's a song you have to push out. You really have mm-hmm. to fucking blast it anyway. And this is a true story. Like I don't know how he doesn't lose his voice every night. How do you not? Because you have to sing Everlong too. Like for, I'm saying as a person, me and you, we have you have to sing Everlong when you hear it. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Best of You because there's Best of You. You got to fucking wail it. And I have twice in 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 four years. I had a neighbor who came to talk to me because I was so loud singing it in my house. That particular song, Best of You. Not even joking. So does Nate Mandel live in your two, apartment complex? <laughs> no, sir. But two separate neighbors, two separate managers of the building, and they came over and were like, Mike, you know, because <laughs> I was really like, you know, again, it's loud. What if they didn't care about the singing? They just don't like that song. I, and I would still say they were wrong. Absolutely. You got to love that song. What are your top three Foo Fighters songs? Boy, I, you know, of course, uh, Best of You, clearly. Uh, I think I'm going to take Aurora. That's a good one. Um, which I found out was Taylor's favorite song. We found that out at the concert. Yeah, when they played yeah we it. did. I was shocked because uh, they used it for his tribute video, yeah. which was cool. And then everything else is just, it's so, I mean. Uh, I like God. All My Life. Dun, so dun, great. Dun, 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 dun. And I like. Well, I like uh, fucking, is it uh, Stacked Actors? Oh, that's so good. Dude. Yeah. I, I like Monkey Wrench. They're all great. And I like Learn to Fly. Learn to Fly is so good. Yeah. Uh, and Everlong is is just, yeah. it's incredible you you know and my hero and i'll never hear my hero again the same way oh, and i like walk uh it's a song that plays at the end of the first thor movie wow i don't i can't pull it because when i hear no, walk i just think that. of pantera Bree. well i wonder if there's a way Spect. that i could play a little bit of it for walk you. i'm gonna play some of it for you. you're talking to me <laughs> all right i'm sorry play some pantera for me i don't have any pantera come on you got everything i might have some walk okay well that happened you you, we were talking about something and here we go 
the end of Thor, when this came up over the end credits, I was like, are you kidding me? You don't know this? I do. It's incredible. Your signal in the distance to whom it may concern. I think I lost my way. All right. That's it. Well, we talked about this over the, when we were watching the concert. They, they hit differently than other bands because they, they write songs that are, they, they, this will sound bad, that regular people or common men can refer, can listen to and, and absolutely they identify with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you hear, you know, when you hear My Hero or you hear Best of You or ever, mm-hmm. you're just like, they're just, they hit you in, even Aurora, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, they hit you in these places where, they're not written from like a rich guy rock star point of view. I don't yeah. know how he's been able to maintain this this point of view, like Springsteen, you know those guys. Because like when Bon Jovi does it, it's fake. When he's singing about the long dirt road and all that bullshit, you're like, whatever. Come the fuck. on now. Oh it's come on. Fake. When he does, come on. He's he. The the first two. Are months, you saying his anthems are fake? I'm saying yes, absolutely. His anthems are fake. Uh, Blaze of Glory, all that fucking garbage. It's it's all just that garbage. Well, because the first look, the first two Bon Jovi albums are are awesome, and then Slippery hits, and it's monstrous. Everything after Slippery is fake. It's him being, you know, you know, even it's my life is fake. It's he he he's so bombastic and silly. I think I he's because he's been chasing Springsteen fucking forever in his mind and everything else. Um, but he'll he'll never be Southside Johnny as hard as he tries. You know what I mean? And he's he it's like he takes Southside Johnny and then he pours like a mutlang sheen all over it to try to bring it to you. And it just it just doesn't work for me. But those first two albums and then Slippery, it's like they're incredible. You know they kill, but the first two albums are so good. What are you laughing at? I'm just because <laughs> something I want to play won't play. Oh, I'm furious! How dare you? Let me jump it ahead. See, you have faith, Mike. You can't keep the faith? Trying, trying so desperately to hit a note with the common man while he's wearing eight hundred dollar pants. You know what I mean? Just he's. You know what? You know what? You know what I want to hear out of him? I want to hear, "Hey, you want to take a ride on the back of the bus? Bring your girlfriend. Bring your mom." You don't want to work for the working man? Oh man! This song is called "Work for the Working Man." Sure it is. Can someone somewhere help me justify? And he even cribbed his own. That's just uh, yeah. Tommy used to work on a dock. It's the same. It's the same tune. It's close. Who's gone on? Who's 
Why do, why do I love it? I, I don't know, but why does why does anybody buy that dude with his hand in the dirt? That guy hasn't had his hands in the dirt since 1982. <laughs> Not at all. He, he washes dishes at his restaurant. It made me and There's look many the, photos and of that. You're absolutely right. I do. I respect all the stuff he's done for the community. I do respect the food banks and stuff. He does great work in that area. But um, I saw this tour with you and uh, your former wife. Yep. Tell me how to live my life. <laughs> hey. Who are you to tell me if it's black or white? Uh, yeah. By the way, who's telling Bon Jovi how to live his life? That, but that's exactly it. So that's yeah, what I'm saying. Well, that's what like, I mean by fake. Eh, I don't know about that. Maybe. It's like, in, yeah, you might have something. In the song Escapade by Janet Jackson, she's like, I cashed my check. I'm ready to go. She's talking about getting off work. I'm uh -huh. like, oh, really, Janet? <laughs> what, <laughs> How much was that check? Where did you work? Literally, her first job was Penny on Good Times or shaking a maraca for the five when they were on the road. <laughs> Don't even tell me you got experience waiting for a check. <laughs> I've worked so hard all week, all week. I cashed my check. I'm ready to go. No, you're not. You didn't. And you're not. How about one more? All right. This is called With These Two Hands. <laughs> oh, no, I build a church. In pieces, I could wave hello. I could raise a glass. I could blow a kiss. I could kick your ass. We could take okay. it all apart. Hold it all together. Look, I know he writes the same song a zillion times. And that's free. And there's nothing wrong with but that. I think that's Springsteen fine. does too. But he's on the road now and he just, he looks like an upside down fucking broom with an Adam's apple. It's like he's just. He's, he's having just like, trouble on the road. He, well, a he's lot of those guys trouble are. On the road. A ton of those guys are, yeah. you know, and, and, but if people are willing to pay to see you, as I've said many times, you will never go broke trying to sell people their high school years back to them. That's true. People want to go ahead and they want to put on their flannel shirts and they want to go shout with Bon Jovi. They just want to sing speaking Bad of that, Madison or whatever the fuck. Speaking of that. Yes, sir. Ozzy Osbourne's got a new album out. I've heard this. This is a rumor flying around. It actually comes out tomorrow, but we're going to go track by track. First listen tonight. This is why we're here. The album's called Patient Number Nine. Patient number nine. All right. And we number. did this about two and a half years ago was when his last album came out, Ordinary Man. And if I recall, we didn't like it at all. Well, it sounds like things broke bad if he was an ordinary man two and a half years ago. And now he's patient number <laughs> he's nine. He's patient number nine. <laughs> I got locked up. But we did not like that album at all, if I recall correctly. And, and again, my thinking has evolved on these sorts of things in that you know, I, I don't know if I have hot takes in me. I do, but then I feel disingenuous with my hot takes because, again, I always have to I always have to postscript them with it's not for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are people out there who fucking love Ozzy, and like you, you love Bon Jovi. I, I'm not saying Bon Jovi sucks or it's bad. I'm just saying for me, I've I've kind of grown out of the music that I grew up with a, a lot of the time with some bands and stuff like that. I cannot argue Bon Jovi. I can only say I still enjoy it, but I, but. I understand totally what you're saying. Yeah, and I love I love Ozzy. I mean, I you know the the first two solo albums and the Sabbath stuff, and then you know hit hit and miss songs along the way. Um, Ozzy has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. This is his thirteenth solo album. He should have called it Patient I, Number Thirteen. I was literally going to say that. The if fuck? You didn't. Yeah. Why didn't he do that? I don't know. All right. How well do you know your Ozzy? Again, I lose track after, like, uh, Speak of the Devil. How many albums can you name in a row? 
Uh, all right, I can name, Jesus, maybe, th- I probably only three, I, I would imagine. Only three? That's all right, guess. let me hear it. Um, <clears throat> is Diary of a Madman first? No. Okay, that's the second one. <clears throat> I always miss that. Blizzard of Oz is first. Blizzard of Oz, Diary of a Madman is second. Yes. Uh, and then that's 81, because they came out in consecutive years. Right, then 83 is? Is that Speak of the Devil? Oh, Bark at the Moon. Yes. Okay. And then 86 is? That's Speak of the Devil. Mm, uh, is there an album uh, called Speak of the Devil? Speak of the Devil is a live album. What am I thinking of the album with the, the girl with the zebra pants and the great ass on the cover? That's this. That's this. Okay. And this is one that has Thank God for the Bomb. Yeah. And it also an has the, um, uh, what's the big hit? Uh, Shot in the Shot Dark. In the dark. Yeah. Shot in the Dark and Thank God for the Bomb. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. I, give, me the, give me the first letter of the first word. T. For the. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, how many words are in the title? Three. Ozzy Osbourne, the. Boy, I I, give me the first letter of the second word. You. The ultimate sin. Yes. All right. <laughs> Jesus, I can't believe it. In 1988. Uh, now we're, you're going to lose me. Is that, wait, is that No More Tears? No. Okay. Is this the album where you can see him through a keyhole? <laughs> no. You know what I mean? On the cover, like the guy. Yeah, I, I think I that's can, Speak of the Devil. Yeah, you're going to lose Give me. I'm, I, no no rest the, for the wicked. Speak of the Devil, he's actually spitting blood, bloody jelly oh, yeah. out of his mouth in a vampire face. No rest for the wicked. Okay. No more tears. That's the one I was thinking of. No Osmosis. Okay. Down to Earth. Then he does a covers album. Boo. Didn't, Undercover. Didn't, wasn't Down to Earth oh, good? Uh, if I remember th- right, there's was good it, songs on all these albums. Yeah, it was one of those ones where you were like, uh, oh, fucking Ozzy's back. And they're like, wait a minute. Black Rain. Okay. Scream was 2010, and then 10 years later, Ordinary Man, which is what we... Ordinary Man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and now two years later, about two and a half, we have patient number nine. Sharon cracked the whip. They need money for to, to move to back to England. Same producer as last time. His name's Andrew Watt. All right. He's a guitarist. He was in a band called California Breed with Glenn Hughes and Jason Bonham. I'm going to play a little bit of that for you. He's the guitarist in this band. This song is called Sweet Tea. Just so you know where this guy comes from. I see. That's Jason Bonham. That's Andrew Watt on guitar. Sweet tea. Now, what you uh, what you couldn't see was Mike did the laugh that says that's not for me. No, no, no. Oh, Mike. Mike did the laugh that says that music's just in my DNA. And I can't <laughs> okay. escape it. It okay. just yeah. It, I need a different vocalist there. Glenn Hughes is terrific, but yeah. for me there, I need deeper and more you know aggressive kind of. I get it. But that but that guitar drum. I mean, it's again, it lives inside me. I can't escape it. It's just there. You right. know, you yeah. You hear. I guess when I say I've kind of outgrown music or whatever from when I was a kid. Well. Yes, I might have grown specific things from when I was a kid, but that style of music, if it's done now and done well, forget it. I'm, yeah. I'm an easy mark for it. All right. So that guy on guitar, though, he's the producer of this album. Got it. All right. So he's he's he knows what he's doing musically, right? Now, is Zach still the guitarist for Ozzy? Well, here's the thing. 
Here's the thing, Mike. All right. We got 13 tracks on this. Again, why wasn't this patient? Should have been. Number 13. 13th album, 13 tracks. Patient 13. There's a... There's guest guitarists on almost every single song on this album. So, are you going to guess who the guitarist is? Do you do you think you'd be able to guess who the guitarist? Not are? in a million years. I'm, I'm even not though you. they're famous guitarists. I'm not you. I can't I can't pull names of famous guitarists. I mean, I know right. the upper echelon guys who are not guesting on an Ozzy album. Oh, these are these. You're, you're going to be shocked. All right. Well, I'm excited. All right. So we haven't heard any of this, and I and I am not. Well, by the way, did you see uh, did you see Ozzy Osbourne tonight? Because we're again we're recording late. Yeah, uh, he performed at halftime of the NFL's season opener tonight on NBC. Did you, you see him? No. Do you think that's on YouTube yet? Uh, well, I will tell you this: it's probably not. <laughs> oh no! Because NBC showed him for three seconds. Why, Pat? I was shocked. Was he terrible? No, I wouldn't know. Again, it was. I have I, it. All right, it was it was all right. So that must be somebody in the crowd because I'm telling you, NBC, they only they came back from a commercial and showed Ozzy with his crazy made up face, mm-hmm. and he was singing a song that probably is one of the ones we're going to hear tonight because I yeah. didn't recognize it, and it was only it might have been five seconds, and and the woman was talking over it. She goes, "There you see Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, you know they pull out all the stops here for the NFL. Seventy three years old, and he's still getting it done. Anyway, in the first half, the Bills, and then they went back to the account announcers. They showed none of the songs. Okay, well he's rising up out of the stage. Okay. And I don't know what he's going to play or what he's going to sing, but let's hear it. You ready? Sure. All right. I'm just going to. Now, is this from a crowd van point? No, it looks looks authentic. I don't know what he said. Well, that's the the standard opening, the Mr. Crowley kind of opening. I'm amazed he can even stand up. You know who's on base? Chris Cheney that we loved at the Foo Fighters thing. No way. Big week for Cheney. I think this is off the, the sound we're about to hear. All right. If he's really singing, he sounds fine. I thought it would be a disaster. All right. I'm fine. Okay, we're done. With, we're done. We're done. <laughs> but you could hear that was not through the board. I mean, that's clearly somebody who recorded from the audience. Yeah. Um, but I, again, they announced it. I texted you two weeks yeah. ago when they said Ozzy Osbourne was playing halftime. NBC announced it, so I thought, all right, well, we're going to see him. Uh, but then they did some, you know, they did some bullshit report on the Queen, and then they talked about the game, and yeah. and so you know, Ozzy got usurped. Uh, is he a sir yet? I don't, I don't know if did he, he get knighted. I don't know if he's we sir have Ozzy some, Osbourne. we have some, uh, we have some comments about the video. Sir John Osborne. Uh, someone says about uh, they barely, they barely showed any of it, and Mike Hecht says, "I agree. I was outraged about the whole thing. Ozzy rules." And then another guy said, "This is better than the actual game." And another guy says, "Holy shit, Ozzy killed it. The man is truly immortal." But so I know, but we again. You're never going to go broke selling people back their high school years. So people want to imagine that Ozzy is still amazing so they can pretend that they're 17. That's true. And they're shining up their GTO or whatever the fuck. It's, it's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Again, I, I love what I love. You love what you love. But, but, um, I did see where I saw somebody say, uh, can't believe the NFL did this to Ozzy. You know what? They almost had me back watching, but I'm back boycotting again. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Because that's, okay. that's one of those idiots who like, because of the kneeling or whatever the fuck, like, I'm done with the NFL. It's like, all right, well, nobody gives a flying fuck. Go, go do whatever you're going to do with your life and don't bore us. Now, let me tell you who plays drums on this album, but I don't have the individual credits for the songs, but the two drummers listed on this album are Chad Smith and Taylor Hawkins. 
So we'll have to listen to see if we can tell who's who. Okay. What do you think of that? I think that's amazing. Jesus. Um, bass duties on this album are done by Robert Trulio. Of course. From Metallica. Yes. Duff McKagan. Wow. From Guns right. N' Roses. And Chris Chaney. There you go. Jane's nice. Addiction. I believe he's in Jane's Addiction, right? I believe so. So drums and bass, the rhythm section is held down tight. You're in tight. Let me tell you something. 13 songs... And it says here on Wikipedia, and this could be wrong, but it says that 11 of them were written by Ozzy by himself. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> I mean... I'm suspect. <laughs> well, I, I hear you. Uh, and and he, he may have done that thing where they brought in people and, and some hired guns and paid them and then bought, out, them, bought out their royalties. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why you'd care to do that at this I point in your career. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. I, you know, that sounds like a Sharon move. I know, right? You know, and she, she was, all that stuff like, Bill Ward was never in Black Sabbath. It was a hologram. All right, thank you, Sharon. You know, all that bullshit she does to <laughs> tear apart the past and try to keep people from making $7. Daddy wrote 11 of 13. <laughs> Cha-ching. All right, so the first song, Mike. How does she miss patient 13? She's uh, she's on it. She's, she's on, on everything. It. It's thirteen. I think you know what I think. Daddy had nine songs, and then he wrote. Oh, he was in. He went crazy. He wrote four more. He was in the. He went fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, I think I saw the cover for this album, and I think it's nine Aussies. And I'm wondering if maybe they couldn't fit thirteen on the cover. <laughs> no, it's just one Aussie on this cover. Oh, because the I saw a commercial and it had like nine Aussies, like all kind of lined up. That's the cover, right? There. Oh boy! Well, that was the one in the center, and then there were four other Aussies on either side. Hey, shout out to Joe Reynolds. He's the reason we're listening to this early uh, instead of at midnight. And Howard Hamilton and Frank. That's what I must ask. <laughs> I think I've done that. I, said, I think I said that last time I was here. Maybe you did. Now, you know who plays guitar on this song? The first track, Patient Number 9. Give me his initials. JB. Uh, James Brown? Jesus John Christ. Bon Jovi. Oh, no, it's oh not. my goodness. It's not. It's not. <laughs> who is it? Just tell me. I'll tell you this. You almost saw this person, but then he quit the tour. Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck. Oh, that son of a bitch. He's back. Patient Number 9. Featuring Jeff Beck. Okay, so right. are, wait, are we diving in? Are we playing? diving in? All right, so tell the I've listener. I've given you as much uh, as I could give you. I told you the producer. I Look, played folks, Sweet Tea. We've edged you to this point. Now it's time to get you off for some Patient Nine, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> now listen for the drums so we can figure out. If, well, you know what? I'm going to tell you. This song <laughs> This song was co-written with Robert Trulio, Andrew Watt, and Chad Smith. So I'm assuming Chad Smith is on drums on this track. All right. All right. You ready? Sure. We haven't heard any of this. None of it. This is new to all of us. First listen, track by track. Okay, and this is the title track? Yes, Patient Number 9. And that kicks off the album. Kicks off the album. Bold. As a title track should. Bold. Dream Police, for example. Bold. Here it comes. Cooper is stuff there. Is it a concept album? I don't know. Maybe. I'm getting Operation Mindcrime vibes. <laughs> not, not kidding. This song is seven minutes long, so that's why the long intro. Oh, 
Yes, Chad Smith, definitely. Who goes first? Feel free. Jump in. I thought that was pretty good. I didn't mind that at all. I actually liked it. I thought he was, I mean, I mean I'm not expecting anything from this. Right. Because I didn't like the last album at all. Yeah. So I don't, I, like, again, I just think Sharon's propping him up and let's get a little bit of money here in the household. But that was actually good well, to not, my ears. Not if you're bringing in Jeff Beck and Duff McKagan and Taylor Hawkins and Chad. I mean, you're, you're trying here. You're, you're really doing, you're going outside of your, your comfort zone and you're going, all right, well, let's bring in everybody to work with a legend. That kind of thing. Um, I, I will say this. The, that, that was some crystal clear production. Like yeah, you could hear the drums yes. clean. Yeah. You could hear every note picked. You could hear all of. I mean, that was that really sounded great. Yeah, that, there's no mud in that mix at all. I, I I thought it was great. Josh Homme is playing guitar on the album too. It doesn't say which track, so he might just be yeah. anywhere. Well, I don't think Beck is playing rhythm on. on you no. know, he's playing the leads he's and stuff. Leads. He's doing that stuff, and which again though, which makes me laugh because that Beck would be like, "Hey, man, you want to do something with Ozzy Osbourne?" He's like, "Yep, I'm sure he knows Ozzy forever." Yeah. Um, but again, for me, the the weak link in all of this is him, and that's my fault. It's not his fault, right? But that's a pretty that's pretty good, Ozzy. I guess, but he sounds like every time I hear him, I just I think of caramel apples and and fucking vampires. I mean, it's just that's that's for me that yeah. I because he so associated himself with the Prince of Darkness ah, ha, right, and all right. that stuff. So whenever I hear him go, I'm in a hallway, I'm just like, oh Christ, <laughs> it's, it's like Jerry Lewis. You know what I mean? It's literally like lady, a, I'm a, patient number nine. The flavin', I press the button to get some fruit cocktail. It's just you're like, Edith, I'm patient number nine. That's what I mean. It's just. Because he, he's not scary anymore, and he's he tries to be scary, and and I and I get it, and it's what he does. Because it's not like look if he came out and he was trying to do ballads and shit, you'd right. be like, oh whatever. There's got to be a ballad on here. Of course there will be. Well, that's that's close to it. That's kind of more yeah. of a dirge too. That gong 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 gong. I like aggressive and fast. Let's keep score though. Is that is that a yes on song number one? Is that a yes from both of us? Well, or are you giving it a no? No, I'm I'm giving. I have to grade differently than you. 
All right, hold on. Let me let me break down this. Let me write down page number nine. You can I'm just gonna, put track one if you want. No, I need titles. Okay, so friend. I'm giving it a thumbs up. All right, I'm going to give it a thumbs up because musically and the production sounded great. All right. But he, for me, is the, he's just the anchor that's constantly around but, all of his material. But did he sound better than you thought he would sound? No, he sounds exactly like I think all he right, would sound for right. me. But I, the one thing I will say, though, is he didn't, he didn't sound like he was trying to be, uh, over the top like he can yeah. do sometimes he was he was servicing the song there with the, i'm in the, he's more more of a creeping along instead of a mm-hmm. everybody go fucking crazy that kind of thing yeah. um so he, he he knows how to service a song and he did that there but it's just for me he is and i, I listener if you love ozzy osbourne that's fantastic i loved him too growing up but for me he has crossed over into parody and it's hard for me to hear these mm-hmm. things and hear him normally i get it I get it. Now I remember what we did last time. I would give you the song title, and you, you would you would come up with what you think the song is going to be about. And I think you, I think you hit it almost every time. You're really close. I don't know. I, yeah, it's been a while. But okay, yeah. so here's what I'm going to tell you. This is this is a little background on this album. This is from Wikipedia. Four days after the release of Ordinary Man, yes. the last album, Osborne announced that he had started work on the follow up. Wow. <laughs> well, but that's you know what though. That's why he he's not a touring act anymore. So for him, this is what he does. And right. so then he can bring in all these heavy hitters to go ahead and lay down tracks. Because who's not going to go? All these guys love Ozzy. They're going to go do it. Oh, they're going to. Yeah, I thought you meant on tour. No, he. No, no, he, no. I meant. I meant. In yeah, he can't physically do a tour. I mean, he couldn't possibly. He could do one. Of, I bet he could do one of those things where he did one show in L.A. and one show in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, that sort of just to go here yeah. are my one offs for the year. And and he could do it in a in a shed and probably sell it out yeah. on either side of the on either coast because again people will go yep. and they will pay for it and a lot of people you know you pay to be in the room with a legend we just talked about Bon Jovi people are even if you go to YouTube and you go Jesus Christ well you know what though I still want to see him you know you know what yeah. I mean? you, you can still talk yourself into anything so I mean I saw I've seen him six times probably Ozzy yeah but if it was if it was like a big this is the only show I'm doing this year, and I'm doing it in L.A. Right, at, you know, at, Hollywood Bowl. Right, and and he was had special guests and all that stuff. How, how you would go instantly, of course, just to see the musicianship and everything. Yeah, at, even if know. if these guys came out and played every other song, there's a right now. Now, would I go see Ozzy with a touring band, with a bunch of guys I've never heard of, and like no. you know, uh, John three no. and a half, a guy who liked no. John five? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree with you. I don't go see Ozzy backed by. Anyone that's not a name. Right. No way. Yeah. And I understand you're. And I don't even want even like a, like, you know, I don't even want like a, you know, Bobby Doll on bass. No. No, no, no. 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 no it would have to be something like this where, or yeah. like we watched on it's Saturday. It's Duff. Where you or, keep bringing people yes. out and they keep doing it and, and he, he does hits. And, right. you know, and again, I would love to, and I'm not sure if he has it in him. You know, I used to, <laughs> before, you know, Michael Jackson died. And I know you have your issues with Michael Jackson, as does the world. Yeah, and as do I. Of course he is, clearly. Um, but if he hadn't gone that route, and he hadn't gone bananas, and he hadn't faded his fucking skin, he hadn't bought a monkey, you know what I mean? Right, and had eight nose jobs. Yeah, if, if so he, he had to wear a Band-Aid 24-7. If he would have been 55 years old and just wore like a fucking white tuxedo shirt yeah. and black pants and came out and did yes. a show where he told stories. I would love and it. And sang. That, and he so, was my, Jackson 5 was my favorite when I was growing up. Right. I had all their albums. Yeah, so, so these legends have something to offer in that context. Yeah. And if he did a show... Where he told like real stories, like, not just the uh, 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 snow nance. And, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he's capable pissing, of doing that. I was now. pissing on it. <laughs> if he reflected, because he, in interviews and things, when I hear him, 
I find him engaging and interesting because he knows what he's done. Yeah. And he knows the end of the line is coming, and he knows all of these things. He's known the end of the line is coming for forty years. Yeah, yeah. And, but and he's and he's ready for it again. He's he's he never turned into like a rock star where he was bigger than people because he's always remembered where he came from. Yeah, Birmingham. Exactly. He, yeah, he's, he's he's working class. He's he, never forgot that. The only he th- still yeah. can't believe his great fortune. Right, and, but he but he was able to use that great fortune to do abuse himself in so many different ways. That's the way mm-hmm. he became a rock star. Yeah. Was you know pussy and drugs. I mean, and and that's the way you're. That's the way you should do it, quite frankly. But if you start bigfoot and getting your face fixed and all that kind of stuff, then you're then you're uh, uh, just a forgotten element to whatever your career could have been. Quick side note, Mike, for yes, when sir. you hear it, Ozzy Osbourne is lead vocals and harmonica. <laughs> so. You ass fuck. <laughs> what? I had water in my mouth. I, I didn't, that you, shit. you knew something was coming. Not that. I think, no. All right. I thought it was going to be a genuine fact. <laughs> that is a genuine fact. Okay. Well, not it what says I was gonna, right here, harmonica. Not what I was going to ridicule. All right. The first song was seven minutes and 21 seconds. It's big. It's a big one. Seven, two, one. I'm going to play that tomorrow on the daily number. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The second song is three minutes and three seconds. Give me the name of this song. First, I want to tell you who's featured on guitar. All right. The guitarist is in one of your favorite bands. Jesus. Christ, I don't know. Slash? Uh, Is it Mike McCready? Yes. Oh, my God. Mike McCready. There you go. All right. I like that. Very nice. I'm going to tell you what the song title is, and then I want you to thumbnail it for me. (laughs) You know, improvise it. You know, bring your best Matt Walsh. Oh, boy. Skills, your Matt Bester skills, your anything, everything that Del Close taught you, Mike. The song is called Immortal. Immortal. Okay, I say it's a song, uh, uh, a guy singing about what he's done in this life and wondering whether it will carry on uh, after he's gone. Oh, I, I, I have to assume you've nailed this. I, I don't know. That's what I it mean, sounds like to me. Come on. All right. All right. Let's see. What's the end? It's called Immortal. Right? Immortal. And hopefully Shout we'll be down. able to understand the lyrics because the... Uh, I don't know if we will. <laughs> Living forever. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Immortal. Here we go. I'm excited. Mike McCready on guitar. I like... He's really great. He is. I think that's Chad Smith still on drums. That sounds like Pearl Jam.
Okay. <laughs> we weren't right at all. No, no, I completely Not missed that. It's, it's about, uh, it's about vampire, Dracula, whatever. We both knew instantly it was a vampire song. Yeah, we both did. That song rocked. Yes. And it's only three minutes and three seconds, so. Yeah. I will say they, they bamboozled me a little bit. That opening, that mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a fucking hard charger. Yes, it was. Because I don't know if he's able to do that anymore. I don't think but, he can yeah. sing fast enough to hard charge. Exactly. But I thought it was going to be like a fucking get, go to the whip and hit the ground running here. And and, and but I still liked what it became. And that that dunga 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 that sounds right out of Pearl Jam, dude. That he's he, he that's a who that's do you a think that was? Was that Duff? You think was that? Trulio or is that Cheney? I don't well, know. I, I can't tell you. I, I wish I had the yeah. individual song credits. You, even with the thing is with Taylor, like if he's hitting, he hits the drums harder than anybody I've ever seen, other than his kid, who unbelievably could hit him super hard. He the other hits night. his kid. <laughs> no, no, his kid hits the. Drums. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like I'll be able to identify drummers and things like that. But boy, I, but I, I like it that just, song. It just has the, the, yeah. the. The feel of Chad Smith to me. That well, there's swing. He yes. Is, he not that Taylor didn't have that. Yeah. But Chad Smith instinctively has that kind of rhythmy swing. Funky, more funky because well, he's playing with Flea forever. So yeah. it's just kind of in his blood, and they, yep. they lock in. But boy, um, but I loved the music there again. The production yeah, super yeah. clean. But again, the uh, so I would say yes, with the caveat that Ozzy <laughs> sings it. You know what I mean? Again, that's I yeah. I, I don't mean to be. I'm going to be a broken record here and I don't want to be like, and also I will. So I guessed wrong on that because he, he always has at least one song on his album. Right. Where he's like, what have I done? Will I, you know what I mean? Where he's like, have I lived a life worthy? All that bullshit. (laughs) So I thought that's what that was going to be. But I guess it's early in the album for that. It's probably buried somewhere in the amidst the next 11 or 12. When I pass, will they remember? (laughs) Exactly. Staring out of my coffin, faces disappointed. I made so many mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, immortal. Thumbs up or thumbs down? I go thumbs up. Okay, two thumbs up. So far, this is a this is a win. I don't know when it's going to break bad. I don't want it to break bad, and yet I want it to break bad. You know what I'm saying? Well, again, I'm grading on a curve. It's broken bad for me whenever he opens his mouth. He's ridiculous. <laughs> it broke bad when you walked in the front door of my house. I, again, the music, again, I love it. It's super good, and the production is really clean. Mm. It sounds really crystal clear. But which can be a, a, a feat when you're working with so many different musicians, different bassists, different drummers, different yeah. guitar. You know yeah. what I mean? To be able to make it all cohesive and sound not only good, but clean, because it can tend to be muddy when guys, their styles run into one right, another. Right. And so far, we're two for two on the production because, man, that was that both were great. But unfortunately, you know, you've got Grandpa Munster fucking wailing <laughs> into the microphone there. <laughs> all right. Here's what I'm going to tell you about the next song. Zach Wild. Good. Here comes Zach. Track three. What else do I got for you? The song is called Get Ready. All right. Because you got you to gotta do your thing. I'm you failed. At it. You I, failed. I, I have failed. This song is called, and it's four minutes and eight seconds. I like to give the time, so you know what I mean? Because if everything's like seven minutes, that, that's just a dirge to me. Now, I'm going to make a request here, and, mm-hmm. and if you can't do it, I totally understand. To stop talking? <laughs> we'll get to that probably by song seven. <laughs> Uh, with Jeff Beck on the first one and Mike McCready on the second one, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna build them, you got to play the solos. You have to find the solos. 
All right. I know we're I'm, only playing the opening of the songs, and I totally respect that. I'll try to jump and find the solo. If there's a way. Especially can't play with, all of it. I know, but with Jeff Beck, you, you know, how do you not? Mike McCready is Mike McCready, and I'll, I want to hear everybody. All right. And again, I'll just get, I'll listen to the album, and I can do that. Mm -hmm. But I think if we're if we're talking and we're hitting that on, as such a, a on the head, so, you know, we're hammering right. it home. Well, I'll try to find it. Yeah. maybe, right. may, And not for every song. It doesn't need to be. But when it's someone where we both go, ooh. I there think. should be a Zach solo on, it, on the song that's yeah, called, yeah. did I tell you the title yet? Not yet. Parasite. Oh, boy. Is it a cover? No. It's written by Ozzy by himself. Daddy wrote it. Uh, this will be a song about the media. <laughs> oh, I love where you're, I love it. Yeah. Which I will love be it. Uh, exploiting him and his family. And uh, even though he willingly became part mm -hmm. of it, he found that he didn't enjoy it. And now he can't pull himself out of it. <laughs> Hiding in the bushes. <laughs> All right. Parasite. Oh, God, so exciting. How the trade-off for money was not worth it for losing his life right. and privacy. Wow, you're good at this. Sure Although not great because you no, last one, missed one. Terrible. <laughs> uh, if I would have asked what patient number nine was about, you probably could have figured we that have, out. The second he said, we, had, we would have nailed it. And then the second he said white hallways, I would have done a fucking victory dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Parasite. I'm excited. But I can't cue it. Come on. Play. Is there a large gap in this? What did he say? I don't know. Start it over. Okay, I will. Maybe nothing. That's Zach. I like the tone. Taylor? Maybe, maybe Taylor on this one. Hard charging. Yeah. All right, now I'm gonna try to find the solo. All right, I, this is a fucking great song. Yes, it is. Oh my god, <laughs> this fucking great. And I liked him in it. Yeah, because I yeah because he's. Again, he's, he's, they're not giving he's, him, he's not drawing shit out. No. You know what I mean? He's not, he's, go, he's going for it. Yes, sir. So I'm a fan. All right. I'm going to just jump ahead. We're, we're about a minute and I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. I'm going to jump in the middle and see if the solo's here. I feel it's coming up. Here it comes. Solo. 
love this song. Oh my god! Can't play it all, but Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah. That and, and it's Zach is one of those dudes too, where you go, wow. oh yeah, that's Zach. You know what I mean? The tone and the way he plays, you're just like, oh, that's Zach. And if he's in the studio with Ozzy at the same time, he's probably bringing out the best of Ozzy. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I, I think Ozzy liked working with him. Certainly did, and they respect each other. Um, that's the best so far. This is the number yes. one. This is number one so far. So far, me. that's I agree with you. That is the best we've heard out of the out of the first three. But but again, the solo Zach is just. I don't know if it's because his hands are so big or the way his the he holds the neck. Mm-hmm. I can't. I get and again the tone obviously in his gear. He just he's always Zach. It's like Eddie was always Eddie. You know, you hear guys and you're like, oh yeah, no, that's that's Zach. I know. It just is. It's so good. Yeah, that was that was. I enjoyed that. That was real good. Oh, boy. Now I, I completely whiffed again on the lyric. Uh, you know. I know. I, I don't even. I was listening and I'm not quite sure. Well, was, I leave my fingerprints on your mind. Mother cried, uh, even though I tried, but I'm still a parasite. You know, whatever. I I don't, I don't know, know what it's about. Yeah, who knows? It was. Who cares? Great, it's almost great. Yeah. Thumbs up from me. Me too. All right. Write it down and make a notation. That was our favorite so far. I did. I did, friend. There's an asterisk. I'm gonna put an asterisk right here. Favorite. All right. All right. The guitarist on the next song. Yes. His hands are very slow. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> yes. Not, not my guy. He just, and again, aside from everything we know about him now. Yeah. It just wasn't, it wasn't, his playing wasn't for me. I like, uh, I like the hits. I like the album Slow Hand. You know, I like some songs. I like some songs too. Yeah. I like the hits and I like the cream stuff. You know what's funny? I liked the cream stuff more. Because it was in movies. I mean, uh, him being stupid shouldn't make me not listen to his music. Ex- well, I, we could debate that all day. I was separating the art from the artist and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, do I want to have a fucking club sandwich with this guy? No. But sometimes I, I hear something and I go, oh, that's yeah. pretty good. And it's him. Yeah. Like, I, I will tell you this. I His version of Eyesight to the Blind on the Tommy soundtrack, I think you could actually kill someone with that riff. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, I, I, it's just... It just sounds. It's so good. So I, I can't imagine this song being a fast song, though, because he doesn't play. No, and he's also bluesy, so I don't know what yeah. they're gonna do here. Uh, he it might go. Oh, he might go straight up like Mississippi Weird, which I will not care for. By the way, is Mississippi Weird on this album? Oh, you know what? <laughs> Hold the phone, because the the song order that I'm looking at is different from the song order. On the album. That they sent me with the press release months ago. Oh, all right. So I take it back. Okay. Take it back. Okay. The guitarist on the next song that we're going to hear, track four. What's the name of track four? Okay. You don't want to know the guitarist first? You want me to tell you the name? Well, just because I'm writing it down, but I mean, I guess they could be time. All right. Well, we certainly came through, so. Well, the three we've heard were the three you said. Yes, the three we heard are are dead on the money. We're we're all good. All right. Okay, the next song features, the guitarist's initials are T.I. Okay, Tony Iommi is here. Tony Iommi's here. That's good. And the song is called No Escape From Now. No Escape From Now. All right. So what do you think? It's a song where a couple of guys who've uh, spent a whole life together, living a life as friends, did so many things together, uh, are sitting down to look back at everything they've done, and they're realizing that they're old now. And uh, while they may have a storied past that they enjoyed together, they can't escape from now and the impending death that is awaiting them. 
I think it's about the world has gone to shit and you can preach peace and love all you want, but we cannot get out of this. This is it. We're stuck. We're mired. We're stuck. Yeah. Same with uh, climate change, all that stuff. That's it. what it's about. Can't, we're not going to beat it, guys. Yeah. I'm making them smaller stories and you're thinking right now this is a larger commentary on the world. So we'll see. This is six minutes and 49 seconds. Six, four, nine. Did I ever tell you I hung out with a drunk Tony, Tony Iommi one night? No. No, it's a story. I'll tell you later. How many fingers of whiskey did he have? <laughs> he, was, he was drinking quite a bit. Did he have like two fingers? Uh, might have been. <laughs> Here we go. No escape from now. See? Take that effect off. Confusing from living today. That illusion. getting old you can't escape it all right i'm gonna jump ahead and try to find a solo well i think i was kind of right yeah i was close i'll give it to you let's try to find the solo Like Black Sabbath, the solo is not quite out in front. It's all buried in the mix. Yeah, and it's against the actual groove. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's happening now? Somebody stop it. Somebody stop it. Stop me from aging. It's a funky groove there. Changed well, it, it up. It, it went it, from like a dirge, like a Black Sabbath dirgy to a funky groove. I had a guy, you know, obviously we didn't hear the whole six minute and 49 second song, but I liked it. Well, I I liked that part after the solo. Um, I'm not a dirge guy, as you know. Yeah, I'm not a dirge guy. Either. And I didn't like the opening minute because you got the effect on the guitar and his voice. And his voice. I don't want an effect on his voice. No, it all, well, especially again, if, and it, 
if you're buying an Ozzy Osbourne album, you want to hear Ozzy Osbourne. You don't want to hear him under a swimming pool. Right. You know, and and the same thing with the guitar there in that opening, like it all sounded very, that was the first time it sounded muddy to me where I was like, okay, this isn't working, but it was a choice. Uh, but then the solo all of a sudden cuts through it yep. and then it gets funky there, like I said, at the end. So uh, I will give that a yes and a no again with the, with the music and then he's him, you know, he's right. doing his thing. But for me, that's the first miss so far. All right. But so far we're enjoying it. Yeah. All right. Now we have the song called One of Those Days featuring Eric Clapton. Okay. So Ozzy's not going to be bluesy, is he? Well, Ozzy can't. He's incapable of being bluesy, but the song itself may be bluesy. And he might tap into some weird Birmingham nonsense. I predict this is the song with harmonica. Oh, no doubt. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. No doubt. Okay. One of those days, what's it about? Um, it's a guy on a bender from beginning to end. Oh boy! And uh, and he's it's just he's he's having one of those days where he he's honestly trying to medicate, self medicate to forget it, but he can't. He can't escape whatever the day is. It's just one of those days, and he keeps trying to get fucking lubed up to to forget it. Lubed up. Uh, I'm just checking to see. I, I feel like I have other songs that are called one of those days. Eh, just one. I thought I had more. I don't. All right. So, is this going to be fast or slow? Because Zary so, Clapton. So, so slow. So Ridiculous slow that we hate slow. it. We, oh, hate, we just hate it. I hate it already. I'm not going to lie to you, but we'll see. All right. Thanks for giving it a chance, Mike. It's going to be some weird... One of those know. days. Here we go. Solo right there. A lot going on. There is. Say woke. I don't believe in Jesus. Yes, and that, and you're right. That is about how the world has gone to shit. Um, it, it, there's because I don't know if you've seen any of the recent quotes with him and Sharon because they're moving back to England, right? And they said he goes, they're, they're like, why? And he's like, because America's crazy. There's no reason to be here. People are shooting one another. We got to get the hell out of here. Um, and they, so I think, they can afford to do it. Oh sure. And I think that is. I think that right there was your commentary song on that. You know, yeah. Um, array of nations dancing in the smoke. And I thought he was going to rhyme woke with smoke. And I was like, please don't. It was a lot different than I thought it was going to sound. Yeah. It, it, it was pretty rocking. Are we looking for the solo? Or do you think Clapton's just soloing everywhere? Well, well that was, yeah, that was clearly him in the, in the beginning and then that, that little... Let's see if there's a solo later on. All right. Let's just see. 
I thought it was going to be right there. Right, totally different than I thought the Eric Clapton song would sound. Uh, totally yeah, I different. Agree. agree. Still stayed in Ozzy's wheelhouse there, a little rocky. Yeah. Uh, it was a good solo. I liked it. He was doing his Clapton I stuff. I did like it. Uh, I'm going to say no for me. That's I, a no for you? Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's not my style of uh, stuff that I like. So yeah, I usually don't either. But if I'm listening, if I'm listening to the album top to bottom and that comes up, I don't think I'll skip it. See, to me, if, if it I'm, comes up in a shuffle of a bunch of tunes, then I might skip it. That song is the one you give him now because you're like, well, he's 73 and he's trying still. Like if that song's on on Diary of a Madman, it's the eighth song out of ten, and you skip it every time. Well, we're not even at the halfway point, Mike, because there's 13 songs on this. I, I know. Is that too many? I I don't know. I mean, we'll see if they all because because I'll be honest with you, I've I've liked the first three. These last two were kind of misfires for me. Okay, and it's all starting to sound the same to me too, which is another thing. Yeah, he, that that does happen with Aussie sometimes. That's exactly right, and I think it also because again, he's the the definition of of a one trick pony because that's what he does he's ozzy mm -hmm. and so that like i said that album that song right there could have been on you know mystery man whatever the fuck album he was to <laughs> or or osmosis or any you know what i mean mm -hmm. it, it could have been on any of those albums oh, there right. he really like like you know parasite was great and it's and it stood out and it would stand out on any of his other works but this just sounds like one of those all right man we gotta we gotta uh, i don't even need filler i think with with 13 songs but that to me was filler and it's a way to use Clapton, and Clapton's fine. And it was, and I thought Clapton was more impressive than Ozzy on that song. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but but still, for me, formulaic Ozzy B side. The world is smoke. <laughs> you know that he that that's when it gets grating. If the song isn't a good song, for me, that's when his flaws really start to kind of come to light. When you're like, oh Jesus, he's. He's doing that thing that he does, and he's trying to really sell it when this is material that's kind of not, he wouldn't have considered in the past, you know, to me. Well, let's see what happens with this next song. Four and a half minutes. One of the previous guitarists is coming back. You ready? I'm ready. Jeff Beck again. Good. And the song is called A Thousand Shades. What does that mean? Boy, A Thousand Shades. A Thousand Shades. I'm going to say it's told from the point of view of a guy whose marriage has ended, and uh, he's he sees things his way, she's things she's things her way, and they could never make it work because there's always a thousand shades to every story, and you can never find the right shade together. And I'm going to say it's about there's so many different people in the world. Why can't everyone just? be at peace and I get like along it. that's a good that's a good one i like that all right so a thousand shades with jeff beck yes all right this is fun i think you're smart you're going with a larger picture on these i'm trying to make them personal and not really personal 
What if we were just like, it's about getting fucked up. Ah, fucking get plowed. <laughs> the title of the next one, you're just gonna you're just gonna oh, Jesus. fall off your chair. Oh no. But here we go. A thousand right. shades with Jeff Beck. solo or no all right let's fade it down there's a thousand shades of darkness yes all right this this is a man who needs his meds increased <laughs> this is when he thinks he sounds like the beatles i think too because uh, well, he loves the beatles and whenever he does stuff like this i always think oh this is ozzy thinking he sounds like the right. beatles <laughs> <laughs> well this is and sometimes when he comes in it's so shrill sometimes like this is that's what I'm talking about. It's just about. like, oh no. Yes, it, it drives me crazy. I still didn't hate it though. I it's not for me. It, it, and <laughs> and here's why. Because uh a, a theme is developing. Mm-hmm. All right. And his theme is and, and I, I respect this theme, mm-hmm. nothing is good and never will be again. Right. Like that's very much what he's going he's literally he's like nations are falling apart. I can't find my way with this particular day. I'm a patient in a mental hospital, uh, I'm a vampire or whatever. <laughs> I you know, all that stuff. It's very you know, wheelhouse for him, that kind of stuff. But also everything is bleak. This yeah. is a very bleak album. What if he started just to sing about mundane stuff? Like I can't find my car keys. <laughs> well, <Just> but like, <laughs> that would be almost more relatable knowing who he is and, and what a doddering kind of guy he is. Um, the milk is sour. I can't yeah. find my car keys. <laughs> but that's, he's, he's I stepped in cat poop. <laughs> but that's the thing is he's been, he's been pigeonholed. You know what I mean? He, he mm-hmm. has to be the Prince of darkness. He has to be scary, weird and all that stuff. Uh, and, and you can't, you, you can't purport to be that all the time, especially when you're 73. You right. know what I mean? Cause he's just, he's like, man, I, you know, and also you're rich now. How I, I, you're, I get you're sad, but I mean, how sad can you fucking be? I guess you got to listen to Sharon braying at you all the time and fucking <laughs> watching Jack at a TV show about skydiving. You're just like, I, this, everything's <laughs> over. I guess. I don't know, man. Watching the oldest daughter still try to make a singing career. Right. Right. I, I just use the last name, but all of the, so, I mean, but I will tell you this, I'm starting to believe he did write all this. Maybe because this is this is a guy who clearly has no no hope and doesn't think that anything's going to be good again. I just never, th- I just never think he writes the music. Like I, I can imagine him writing the words, but yeah. when you give him sole writing credit, that means he wrote the music too. 
but, but we talked about that. That's what he's he's going to. Yeah. That's part of the deal of him doing this. You know what I mean? And you know there were changes in the studio, and you know that they said do this, do that, and he he didn't. Okay, okay. You know, that's the thing. He's okay, not a, okay. a commanding presence. Uh, Grilled cheese sandwich. Come <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Diet Coke. Coke Zero. I can't. Oh, no, uh, uh, Coke Zero. Uh, Ozzy, what? Uh, Coke Zero. Why that? I need Coke Zero. Okay, we'll get you one. Development deal. Yeah, I yeah. mean, not a development commercial sponsorship. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can find the solo from uh, Jeff Beck. From A Thousand Shades. that harmonica on one of these. Good solo. It doesn't fit that song. It doesn't. It's a hopeful solo. Yeah. I know that sounds weird. It's soaring. It's like soaring. Yes. Yes. It's and, like and, a David Gilmore yeah. almost. Yeah. And, and and unless there's a real change in the third verse where he's like, I'm inspired <laughs> now and things are great. You know what I mean? I see the light, the sun Sunflowers are coming up. <laughs> yeah. Like if that, if it, that was what the, the hand that reached into the surf and pulled him out of it, then I could see it. But that was that was a hopeful solo and yep. and it didn't fit in this in the bleak stuff that he's that he's spouting in that song and i will say this you mentioned the harmonica you know, uh, I, 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 I'm reading song titles now, and I think I know right when the harmonica is coming. Understood, but I'm saying if we're, you know, we're only listening to the first minute of a song. Yeah, you know, there's a chance you miss the harmonica. He might do it on a fade out. He might do it whenever, so we might yeah. not get to hear it. True, in this exchange. True. So unless you know specifically where it is, I it's don't gonna know. Be, yeah, it's I think be. from this one song title, I think it's going to open with it. To be honest. <laughs> okay. All right. Now the next song. Well, so a thousand chains for me is no. Um. Because I'm starting, I'm going to say no. Also, we're on that six one. songs in, and uh, it's the relentless, bleak <laughs> outlook is starting to kind of drag me down a little bit here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he was uh, cartoony, Halloweeny uh, in a lot of songs when he was a kid, but right. you, you understood it. It was the character that's what right. he's doing. But I, I truthfully believe that he is a sad 73 year old man who doesn't see any hope. Yeah, and all of his songs are about that. And this this just sounds like fucking Elliot Smith with, with a rock band behind him all of a sudden. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, good for you. I hope Ozzy doesn't stab himself in the stomach. All right. Well, there's good news. Yes. Because Zach is back. Good. There's bad news. Oh, boy. When I tell you the song title. Oh, boy. Mr. Darkness. <laughs> and this is the halfway point of the album. So he's like, you know what? I got you here. <laughs> Mr. Darkness. I love that. I love that. That's after we just said all that. I've got to sit through Mr. Mr. Darkness. Darkness. I also, oh. by the way, he's been stripped of his royal title. He is no longer the Prince of Darkness. No, he is now Mr. Darkness. All right. That's Mr. Darkness. If you're nasty. <laughs> Five and a half minutes of Mr. Darkness. Oh my Christ! Here we go. Oh. Please rock. <laughs> of course. Pause it. That's another thing that's killing me. That the overwrought kind of choral intro to every single fucking song. Right. 
You don't have he to. He loves make, that. I but you don't do it with every song. Do it do it with two or three of the songs out of thirteen or even four if you want. We're now on seven that start with that. Except for Parasite didn't with the jung 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the best song still. But that weird that echoey choral Vincent Price bullshit has got to go, man. It's especially when you're doing it over and fucking over. You yeah. have to give people a break. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. You have there has to be a sorbet in are here you, somewhere. Are you ready to walk out? You keep giving me blood sausage, man. I need a fucking sorbet at some point. I, get a, I need a salad to cut the fat in this. Give me a lime. I, th- I think you're ready to walk out. <laughs> no, I again. We had we started strong with three yeses. I know. I and know. then and then we had a yes no and then no fucking no and. It's just there. It's getting to me now. The the sameness. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so, like, that's why I said I really believe he did write these things because they all sound the fucking same. All right. Let's see. uh, Let's continue with Mr. (laughs) Darkness. Jesus. And also, I know that's not a keyboard. Okay, I get it. But it just, it's that same ch- sing-songy. Yeah, it's, a, it's a cheat keyboard. It's, it's a, it always sounds like a keyboard. It's, it's a not. chimey, yeah, it's just chimey all guitar. Fucking, right. It sounds like fucking shit on your porch. Is he writing a letter to the devil? He, I know he's writing a letter to the darkness. That's you know. I told you I love Ozzy because the darkness. He was so. I need you again. I write you again. Uh, I need a friend. That I was the need next line. a friend. But I loved him again because he was very honest about his mental illness, and he has the him inside of him. And I felt that way sometimes yeah. in my life. So I, I've always respected that side of him. But this is, this is a runaway train of fucking. Hey man, everything yeah. sucks, and and I'm and I'm all <laughs> fucked up. You know, you know what I mean? A runaway train of everything sucks. That's, that's Hashtag it. <laughs> um, uh, when you were da- when you were dating someone, when you're dating someone, or when you were married, and they would ask you a question, uh, and then they realized like they they didn't want to know the answer to the question, and you would get the glaze over. Oh yeah, yeah. That happened tonight when Pilar's like, "What are you and Mike recording tonight?" <laughs> and I go, "Oh," like, and then I go to do the ramp up. Oh, two years ago. At midnight, we did, and then we're, and she's, uh, she's just like, oh, I don't, this is, I never want to hear Ozzy, I never want to hear this show, yeah. I don't, I don't care about any of this, but she listened the whole time, but it was just like, so glazed, it was like a, two donuts on her eyes, two glo- glazed donuts, oh, glazed, 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 yeah. glazed, 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 that's the rock and vodka talking. Okay, Mr. Darkness, we're 33 seconds in, we love it. He wrote him a letter. All right, pause it. Everyone tells me you'll never reply, but I still try. Dude, if Mr. Darkness starts answering your fucking letters, now we got a problem. <laughs> There's a problem. There is a real problem. That's there. a movie. <laughs> no kidding. That's a movie. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right. Jesus. <laughs> I give you my heart, but 
Thank you, rock and roll. No kidding. dare you ignore me, Mr. Darkness? All right. No, let's hear the next verse. I want to hear the lyric. All right. You're into it. I just want to hear the lyric. Again? Oh, he's committing suicide now. It's over. Source here, like on. Let me find the solo. All right, there's a lot of stuff. Let it play. Monica, come on. <laughs> now, I don't know if this is good or bad, but they, they have three Zach songs now in a row here, starting with Mr. Darkness, and then the next two are all okay. Zach. Uh, <laughs> okay, I gave a thumbs up for that, because there, there was a lot of levels there. Well, I Even I, though the lyrics were like, okay. No, I give a thumbs up to the the chorus. The music changes. You know, yeah, the, the yes. tempo There's changes. There's a lot of stuff going on, which are awesome. Yeah, the 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 chunka 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 that stuff. Yeah, I because there's two different ones. There's two distinctly different. Yeah, uh, hard chargers where they where they that and Zach sounds amazing. It's it's just again the issue is him and the issue is it's super bleak. Mm-hmm. And also I will tell you this: that's basically his version of Stan by Eminem. Where he's writing a note and the guy never replies mm-hmm. and so right. he's going to kill somebody. He's going to hurt somebody. He's going to do some terrible things. I mean, I. I, I was laughing listening to him like so he sta- his stand though he stands death you know what I mean <laughs> Stan stand Eminem and was doing terribly but this Ozzy stands death and he can't understand why he won't write him back it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> but again I, I say it this is a whole lot of bleak certainly in the lyrics yes. this is this is a dude who is is, is this, out over it this isn't a fun party album not at all no no sir like raise your fist and yell no no Nope. But but even any of his his older stuff, even when you hear like uh you know, you can't kill rock and roll. That's just a rock and roll song that's fucking awesome. Right. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with the devil and all that fucking horse shit. But he's leaned so hard into this. But I think he's not even but this isn't even I think on the last album he was cartoony and we were just like, oh man, it's that fucking same Ozzy bullshit. Well, this is this is 
a different animal. This is real. This might be John Osborne's lyrics. You know, I'm not even joking. This isn't yeah. Ozzy. Like the vocal, the delivery right. is Ozzy, but the, the sentiment is pure, hey man, I'm ready to die. I'm going to cleanse the palate a little bit with a couple of guys that I call Nelson. Oh, all right. Wondering where he's been or the next excuse he'll sling. There you go. Hey, Clinton's the palette with something uh, upbeat. Now, are they friends of the show? Mm. One of them? Didn't you have one of them? No, no, not yet. I, uh, I was told they have a Christmas album coming out, and they're trying to be on then. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, that's good news. <laughs> Christmas release. Uh, the Last Refuge of a Scoundrel. <laughs> After that, the Great American Songbook gets trotted out. I can't, right. I can't wait to hear Nelson do Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. It's uh, going to be fantastic. Okay. <laughs> when, <laughs> if you think that it's getting bleak... On. Oh Lord! How could it be more yeah. bleak than Mister Darkness? Well, we have we have Zach, Zach. so we got that coming. I, all right, and let's let's talk about this for a second. Zach kind of brings this out of Ozzy because <laughs> Zach, Zach is Zach's, well, I'm just saying Zach's not exactly a cheerful fellow himself. No. no. Uh, and then he walks into the fucking room, like you know, looking like half a Wookie, and he's and he hasn't bathed, yeah, and killed a hobo on his way over. Uh, and so I think he he has a, a malevolent presence that might bring that out of Ozzy. Not saying they were writing together, right? But but I I can hear it in the songs. You know, he's it, he's more of a pitch black guy than a Chad Smith is. You know, mm. Chad Smith he's ready to eat a fucking he's eat three fish tacos after he's done playing and then go jump into the surf, which sounds like because he appreciates California and yeah. life and love. And Ozzy's just got put you know foil on the windows like Elvis. I almost don't want to read this song title to you. Oh, boy. The song is called yes. Nothing Feels Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we know what it's about. He's Everything's a, a mess. Yeah, this is a dude trying to fit in in the world and seeing it all falling apart and not being able to do anything about it. And yeah. so he's going to tell you just how sad he is. All right. <laughs> Nothing feels right. Here mm. we go. Excited, upbeat. It's starting like I know. I don't. <laughs> they all start like that now. Yes, and it, it, it's not necessary. And don't. That's the producer's job. You got to go look, man. We can't do. You got to mix it up. The, yes. Right. That's why Parasite stands out. Do me, yep. Cleanse the palate with the beginning of Parasite, real quick. All Just right. literally give me even even twenty seconds of Parasite. <laughs>
See, this is, yeah, I mean, that's cool. I love it. I love it. And it takes me back to like stuff like this. Let me find it. Let me find it. But that open is, is I know. Yeah. It's completely different. It stands out. You go, all right, good. It's, it's not that fucking chiming guys marching in monk robes type of shit. Like this song from 2007 Ozzy. Okay. Guitar comes in, it's crazy. Except this song is called Hand Me a Razor, parentheses, I Don't Like Anything. This is called I Don't Want to Stop. This is the song that was out when we saw them at Austin. Like now, a junkie without an addiction. But you can hear the difference between that Ozzy and this Ozzy because that Ozzy still sounds like Ozzy. Okay. Yeah. And this new Ozzy sounds like yes. Ozzy, but he sounds like an Ozzy who's trying. Yeah. Because he, he has to push it out. He has to make it. You know, he's coming from. And again, you've been singing for 60 years. So I yeah. totally get it. But you have to work uh, harder. To make it to make it sound the way you want it True. to sound, and so you can hear the difference just in, in fifteen years. Oh, sure, right. there you go. All right, so my palate is now uncleansed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing feels right, Mike. Right. Nothing feels right. Zach again? This is Zach again. Okay. It just—I I don't know what to tell you. It just doesn't feel right. I, I'm <laughs> We're just going to crack up at whatever the first line is, I think. Again, my dog was killed. Some sun. No kidding. Throw a frisbee. You're rich. I just want to get to the solo because I'm I'm done with this. Yeah. Okay. Let me find Zach ripping it up.
it's he's shredding. All right. Fine. Like, I, I would never listen to that, ever. <laughs> no, I mean... You would never go, oh man, I got to play that song I again. still want to listen to this in the car. I still want to drive around and listen to this and then rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I, but, um, but also there's a theme. But yeah, there's just, it's, the theme is like, well, the lyrical theme so is. so depressing. Yes, but, but also the, a micro theme within the everything is terrible theme is he has nobody. Mr. Darkness, I write you a letter, you never call back. Yeah. Here, I, I reach for someone and no one is there. Every, everything is, he has no one. Like and when his when his family hears this or reads these lyrics, are they like, "Way to go, Dad"? Well, but that's the thing is, is he writing what he thinks we want to hear from him, or is he a character? Is he patient number nine? Is he writing as patient number nine? I thought of that too. Like number nine, complete, because once it started, once we hit the fifth song where everything fucking was awful, in my brain I'm like, is he still in that hospital? Is that the point? Is he is he that you know everything's sad? He's in this spider web that I created. You know, I keep reaching out, no one's there. But but if you want to extrapolate it and make it again about about a, a man, if a man wrote these kind of lyrics and every single song is about how he has nobody, that's that's worrying to a certain extent because you're just like, dude, is there nothing cheerful or good at all that you can touch upon? He's a grandfather. Come on. But again, you're rich. Go fucking water skiing. You can do it. I don't care if you're 73. You can say you're rich. Go fuck yourself. That's right. I thought you were. Well, well that, that too. But I mean, you know, he could, if he wanted to, and again, I don't know what the fuck Sharon's going on. Because what, didn't he bang, what did he bang? A fucking laundry girl or something like that two years ago? Nah, but they got, they got all got over it. But what I'm saying is maybe he needs more fucking laundry girls to give a, a day in court. You know what I mean? And, and again, we all know Sharon's very busy and doing her thing. And, and we suspect that they're together because of convenience. I'm sure they still love one another. But at the same time, it's not like they're in the sack all the time and, and all that. But she's just this fucking ruthless business person. And he's probably like, hey, man, I just, you know what? I want to go have a picnic. He just, he seems like that dude. He's, he's an old man. It's like, yeah. can you, all right. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. How old is your dad? He's 85. Okay, he's 85. It's a, it's a little older. Yeah. Okay. And, and he never rocked. But even but even so, I'm, I'm saying 73 is, imagine when your, fat, your dad was 73, okay? Could you imagine him writing rock songs and doing this? He doesn't want to do any of this no. stuff. No. No. No, it's the twilight That of would your take life. away from him yelling at my mom 24-7. <laughs> he doesn't have he can't not do that to yeah. write rock songs. I'm just saying with Ozzy, it's it's he's a 73-year-old man and and has lived the life the life of a hundred men. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he's he should be now in the in the twilight of it and enjoying right. anything that he might have. And I understand there's that thing where well, this is what I do. I don't want to burn out. I write songs. I write right. music and all that sort of stuff. But but around the eighth time you put pen to paper and it's about how sad and lonely you are and nobody's there for you, yeah. don't you kind of go, ooh, you know oh, what? You know what? Let's yeah. pivot. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Let's we pivot. don't pull these curtains open this much for everybody to see just how terrible like, this is. The producer should say, Ozzy, today I want you going to write a fun song. Ozzy, a rocking song. Do you like anything? That's <laughs> the, you know, Literally, Andrew Watt is just sitting Yo-yos. there going, yeah. <laughs> let's you know what let's do a let's, yo-yo song well, that's a good jumping off point <laughs> um when uh 
when I saw people tweeting about Wolfgang Van Halen and like you really paid tribute to your dad, I thought to myself, I'm like, the only way I could pay tribute to my dad is if I yelled at my wife for the next 30 years. <laughs> she got that glazed over look on her face. Yeah. Yep. Like, uh. Uh, Ozzy. <laughs> um, off topic, but on topic because yes. it's Wolfgang. All right. There's another Taylor Hawkins tribute concert coming up at the end of the month. It's out here in Los Angeles. I know you're going to go online day of, see if you can get a couple of tickets for us. Even beforehand. I, Whenever. I, they released a block of tickets for, for Wembley, yeah. but Wembley is three times the size of the forum. Is Wolfie in Los Angeles going to do two Van Halen songs again? Yes. What are your predictions for those two? Uh, ain't talking about love. Yes, that was mine. Yeah. Because it has to be something that everybody knows. But, he, but you know, he did. He's not going to do Jump. Mm -mm. Uh, they might, might might do Panama and, they, and Ain't Talking About Love. That would be my guess okay. because Ain't Talking About Love is a crowd song to get everybody fucking yep. jacked. And Panama is the one you're expecting because it was a giant hit. Yeah. You know, because Panama, Hot for Teacher, Jump are the three right. big ones off of yeah. that album. Um, so I would say, I, I but I, I respect him to where he... I would even want to... He could probably do Women in Love off Van Halen too. Yeah. Because it's Valerie's favorite song. And that was Ooh. the... You know, she... That was the thing is that was her song with Eddie and yeah. she loved it. And he actually convinced Eddie to play it on their last tour. And I, I've, I've talked about this before, but I saw Eddie when he was really out of it, drunk. Mm -hmm. He was real bad. He was on coke and, and he tried to play it and he couldn't Yeah, when I saw him live. And it was the saddest thing. He's wearing that long ass overcoat down to his ankles and... <laughs> His hair was in the man bun. He yeah, was all fucked. I saw his teeth that tour. were fucked up. Yeah, mess. And he was he was just and he tried to play the opening because that opening of, of women in love is real tricky. Yeah, and he didn't do it. And I was like, oh, it would hurt so bad. And I also because I know what it means to Valerie, whatever the fuck. But then when they did it on the, the last tour, it was like this such redemption. A triumph. Yes, redemption. It was because he nailed it. He fucking nailed it. And you could see Wolfie beaming and just yeah. and she was thrilled. Like she, it's funny to this day, like she'll put up Instagram stories and that song will be the song that plays with it. Cause she just, you know, well, that would be cool for all those reasons that you're saying, I think ain't talking about love. Yes. I think maybe you really got me. Yeah, I hope not. And I hope not too, but it's got that, you know, yeah. that they Van Halenized it so much. Well, and, and I'm, I'm also thinking unchained. Unchained. You know what? Well, ideally what I would love to see is I would love to see unchained and Jamie's crying. If yeah. he if he did those two, yep. forget about it. Because now, because that song is so so good, and it's a but it's one everybody knows. But it's also a deep cut off one, and then Unchained was the one they started opening with, like as as the tours went on. What are the chances that Uncle Al joins him? I don't in know. Los what, Angeles. I don't know what he's like physically. Mm -hmm. If he's if he's in physical shape and he's and he's able to do it, it would not shock me to see him do it. Right. And then if they're good, this is the only thing that worries me, is if they they kill it, prepare yourself for the onslaught of people going, why the fuck are you doing this? Why aren't you on the road? Why don't you do this? Where's the Eddie show? Like it'll, right. he's, he's really kind of walking, walking close to the edge. Fine line. Yeah, yeah, because it's awesome. And he, and he paid tribute to Taylor and I paid tribute to Pop. That's what yep. he said. And, then, yep. and, and he's so proud of it. Yeah. And then he put up that clip of himself today because it was this is, you know, 45 years ago, Eruption was recorded today. But there's no way he could do that in London and not do it in Los Angeles. Like, there's no way he can't play Van Halen songs in Los Angeles. No, what he, I'm saying. Well, the, he can't not do it. I agree with you. It's a L.A. band. Mm-hmm. The LA band, yeah, I would say, along with Chili Peppers and you know, like that right. and the Doors. Um, I, I I agree with you. 
I I would love like I said I would love to see Unchained and Jamie's Crying because that's a deep it's a it's an album cut that also people everybody knows and mm-hmm. then Unchained was that became the song that everybody associated with them because they would they actually switched to opening yeah. with it because they were opening with you really got me sometimes then they opened with that on the final tour now you got to promise me something yes sir I say we get tickets yes we're in there mm-hmm. Wolfie comes out he plays any of the songs we just mentioned you can't touch me because you'll hurt me because at your house you flipped over an ottoman i thought it was going to crumble into splinters i because i couldn't believe so you, you gotta you promise me i <laughs> you touch the person next to you you break a chair you can't I, touch yeah. me you'll hurt me that'll do i'll do that dumb thing where i hit myself in the chest i'll do that <sighs> I, you do will it. be out of the line of fire i promise <sighs> okay but we were sitting Because if like, i don't warn you you just get well, grab I'll, me by a bridge. I may break look, my neck. I'm not going to promise that I I won't grab your shoulders. I may just I'm grab your shoulders. I'm, like I'm going to walk away. Well, I won't shake I'm you. Just walk away. But I but Can't I will shake a baby. Just, I will just look at you like because again at, at at my house, you were in a chair. I was on the couch and I had pillows on my lap. And then he because again we were we were discussing you know all morning. We're like, is he going to play Van Halen songs? He Probably do? he might. He should. And uh, and then he to play on fire, dude. That is crazy. Like it's again, it's a deep cut, and it's a, it's a super tribute to his dad, yep. and it's got funky guitar stuff yep. in it. And I threw the pillows in the air, and then I just I punched the ottoman, I flipped it, and then I'm punching it. I'm like, yeah. And then I cried. I cried, cried for two songs. Yeah, it was fantastic um, for me. It's still the highlight of the show. For me, yes, it's the too. highlight. Yeah, I I can't explain because it was you couldn't have predicted it. No, we we thought he might do yeah, one. Yeah, everyone thought maybe. But then again, he but he's had such he's always had the perfect <laughs> instincts. Like I said, when they did the last tour, he said we're playing Drop Dead Legs. We're playing, you know, he picked album cuts that he liked that he wanted to play, and Eddie's like, "Hey man, you make the set list, I don't care." Like literally that was the deal. He's like, "Wolf, you make yeah. the set list and we're cool." And so they played they played Drop Dead Legs, they played Women in Love. Uh, and and it was just phenomenal. You're just again songs where you you uh, put your big bad bill on there. <laughs> if he would have picked it, they would have played it. Yep. Um, and so for him to play on fire, it was a deep cut off one. And and so I you know I could see him doing somebody get me a doctor. Like if, if he's going to keep doing deep cuts and stuff like that, because uh, you know what? Here's another and here's another dark horse. Uh, everybody wants some. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what I, you know what I'm interested in to look at. I should look. You know, I, I had tickets to see Grohl's birthday show here. I've told this story many times. Mm-hmm. And the day of, I sold my ticket. Right. And then they were joined by Paul Stanley. They were joined by all the... Hey, and, then, and then David Lee Roth closed yeah. the show. I need to go see the set list to see what they did with Dave. Because that will give me an idea, kind of. I think they did Ain't Talking About Love. And and I don't know what the other is. But uh, but that will kind of maybe give, me some, give us some insight into what they did. Now, Wolf wasn't there. But maybe Grohl, if he has some say in it, Maybe he'll be because you know, but also Dave Grohl's a real generous dude. He probably told Dave, "Hey, what do you want to do?" You know? uh, I just want to close the show. <laughs> I want to end the party. I want to show everybody my yakuza. Uh, I'm tattoo. looking it up right now. All right, they did. Uh, they played 33 songs. Yes, they did. Uh, song 29 was "Best of You." <laughs> oh God! Into Panama. Yeah. Into ain't talking about love. Into Everlong. And then they close it out with Chuck Berry's Let It Rock with Lemmy, Slash, and Zach. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't even want to look. Uh, that show, every time I look at it, it haunts me. It is it is the biggest mistake I ever made. <laughs> it 
It, it certainly it musically. Can't be the biggest. Wait, it was you, because patient I, number ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't like I ever. I didn't do it to go do something special. I go. I worked a double shift to make some extra money. Well, that's responsible. Sometimes you do that. Yes, but as I've said my entire life, uh, money comes and goes, but memories last forever. You never choose the money. You always go for the memory. You always go for the story. Are always. you reading from crazy from the heat right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's always been my credo. It's always been like money comes and goes. Memories last forever. I, I, no one is on their deathbed going, fuck. Remember when I paid my rent on time? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody wants to go, oh, yeah, remember, oh, God, I can't believe I paid Some my... Some people do. Some people do. Remember that's, when I that's... paid my electric bill on time for 10 years in a row? <laughs> yeah, but you you sold your fucking Foo Fighters tickets where you would have seen fucking Kiss and literally bookended by two of my idols, Paul Stanley and David Lee Roth, the guys I grew up, the first band I ever, ever, that made me want music, people. and then the first band that was ever mine, and All they right. bookended the fucking show. I'm cleansing the palate. All right. You ready? it up. Do it. Oh. See, that's clean. I go downtown and roam around, but every street I walk, I find another dead end. What are you so sad about? Own, but I'm so all alone. We I saw him. Somebody, we saw him live. So I won't have to pretend. I know there's someone just waiting somewhere. I, I, I have a palate cleanser request. Oh, sure. Uh, you don't have to do it now. I, and here's the thing. I don't think you even have it. You might not own it. But uh, it, but it would be relevant All to right. what we're doing here. What is it? Uh, Kelly Osborne's Papa Don't Preach. You don't have to do it not right this second. But if at some point, cleanse the palate with, with her version. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I love her version. And I think it's Butch Walker who's with her. I don't have it. And it's, uh, oh, it just, dude. It is good. Well, I have a because there's a thing, as you know, I like I have a thing for people who can't sing, but then sing. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. Like I loved Rick Moranis in Little Shop of Horrors. He's not a singer, yeah, but what he did, he did comedic. But it was awesome. Singing. But but it was beautiful. I loved it. I thought he was really good. And she can't sing. It's like it's like that song. Uh, <laughs> Kelly but, can't sing. We're it, in trouble. Stop deep. your nonsense. Don't don't humiliate her. Uh, <laughs> is it when you're gone by Brian Adams? Uh, yeah. Okay. My favorite. My there's two versions because there's the one. Yeah. With, there's uh, one with Pam Anderson. That's the best one because she can't sing at all, and Brian Adams just wanted to fuck her. So he's like, well, "Why don't you come and record this song with me?" And she's like, "Okay, great." They're Canadian, and he wanted to bang her. That's the only reason she's there. And the best part of the song is like, because she sings her, "I was riding around all night, but wanting for some place to do whatever the fuck." Oh, but I don't. I don't have that. How do you not here. have that? Dude. I have it, but it's not in here. But the best is oh, Pam Anderson so at one point like improvises and she goes, yeah, when you're gone, it's so <laughs> bad, but it's so perfect and beautiful. And it's such, it's just precious. It's a precious thing when she does it because she's so caught up and, in the rock and roll thing. And then you know when Tommy heard it, yeah, baby, you sounded great in the oh, studio, you're baby. So good. Baby, you're so baby, good. Baby, you're so good. Baby. So good. The, oh, baby, so good. I'm fucking so good. Home. So fucking you good. fucking sing so fucking oh, good. baby, you're so good. I wish I'd had fuck. Come to Nikki would let you do a fucking song, but you're fucking so good. <laughs> But it's Our, but that's a pre that moment of when she goes yeah when you're gone it's just it's so precious dude because she can't sing but so she's bad. caught up in it she's it's, caught up in it oh, she thinks she can it. yeah exactly Brian's acting like she can oh you're so good 
All right, this a? is the fourth and final song with Zach. No oh boy. Now this is this is a song where I think we might hear harmonica. There's actually two left that could have harmonica. Well, what is the one that you said? I know the one that has the harmonica. I thought it was this one. Then I saw the title of another one. So okay, but but, but okay. your initial impression was this one. Was this one okay? And <laughs> this is last appearance of Zach Wild. Right. And this song at four minutes and thirteen seconds is called Evil Shuffle. Oh boy, you know I could yeah. You no put kidding. it up there with the curly shuffle. <laughs> it's with the Super Bowl shuffle. And now we complete uh, the hat trick. The evil shuffle. <laughs> this is going to be terrible, right? What if it's like a like a Scobop song? What it's going to be terrible, right? It, 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 you know what? It's the kind of song Steven Taylor would eat alive, but Ozzy's not going to be able to pull it off. It's going to be so bad. By the way, you notice we stopped guessing the subject matter of the song because they're all the same. It's all the same. Except, <laughs> yeah. except, I mean, what is is this dancing in your way into hell? <laughs> Here we go. Thumbs down. <laughs> what do you think of that? Well, I think it's appropriately named because if it ever comes on, I'm going to be hitting shuffle <laughs> and making sure I hear as little of that song as possible. Oh, boy. That was bad. That was real bad. Um, you brought up Steven Tyler, so let's get a little bit of a palate cleanser from his 2016 solo album. All right. This song is called Red, White, and You. <laughs> Yeah. 
nothing else matters. You and me and the Georgia nation. Look around, cause it don't get any better. Have you ever felt so alright? Let's dance, take it slow. A dumb penny on the radio. When we're singing about American girls like you. When I look in your eyes, all I wanna do is bang, bang, baby, like a bubble you like. Lightning strike in the midnight sky. Don't give a damn about the summertime news. All I need is red, white, and you. Can't let At first, it looked like you hated it, and then it looked like you came around. Here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, I dated someone for a while who lived in the Midwest. Okay. And so we were doing a long-distance relationship, and I would go back there, and that was the kind of stuff you would hear. You would hear uh, every every bar you went into, every restaurant, every truck, any any fire pit you went and sat around, you'd get Florida Georgia Line, you'd get Luke Bryan, You'd get uh, uh, we can t- uh, we can turn the night on. I forget the Sam Sam. I can't remember his last name. Uh, I am that that kind of the I I've, we've talked about this before and I've said it, uh, but that that music is the new country music, right? And it's just it's journey with a dip in its mouth. That's what I've said. It's journey with a mouthful of chewing tobacco. It's the, that music we grew up with. That music, yeah, as pop music, but now it's crossed over, and that is the country music that that they play now. You put a fiddle on it. Yeah, and you talk about the Georgia night, right? Uh, that that song, while not something I want or I would buy, it puts me in a place where I remember when I was happy mm-hmm. and doing that. And because uh, I mean, I there's a song called you know the <laughs> everybody made fun of me for Luke Bryan and Eric Church. You know, I, I wound up starting listening to those guys because when I was dating this woman, I would be there and I would hear it all the time. So some of it becomes an earworm. Keith Urban, Keith Urban has amazing songs. Yeah. I, I could send them to you; they're so good. Uh, that's a great song right there. That I don't know why that wasn't a number one country song, but to us, because we know him from Aerosmith, it's corny yeah. as fuck. We're just like, whatever, cash grab, we see what you're fucking doing, but there's nothing wrong with an artist going, you know what, man, let's do a fucking country album. I'm sitting around doing nothing. I'm a junkie. I mean, I you know, <laughs> keep my mind off going to get the spike. Let me read this lyric to you that we didn't get to. He says, uh, you pulling me a little bit closer, heart beating like a big bass drum, we spinning on a roller coaster, a free falling into your yum yum. I don't care for that. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, I don't. It's the I don't, worst. I don't like the phrase "yuck your yum." I don't like yum at all. I don't like any of it. I don't like yum yum donuts. None of it. All I'm right. not a fan. Get ready for an uplifting song featuring Tony Iommi. Well, wait, but wait. Let's what? Talk, just I. I can't stress enough. I don't even know what to say about Evil Shuffle. No, no, Evil Shuffle's terrible. I'm talking right. more about Steve Tyler. Okay. That Red White and You again. That would be the kind of song that you would you would hear at a picnic or anything like that in Sheboygan or wherever I was hanging out, and it's it that fits right into the into the playlist. It it was that is a perfect aping of that style of music. If he did it like as a one off and just went, look, I can look that literally when you when you know Steven Tyler and what he's been through, mm-hmm. and he made he wrote fucking Toys in the Attic, you know yeah. what I mean? And then for him to go, well, I could do this shit, and then he does it in his fucking sleep and he puts it out and it's perfect like that. You got to respect it. I'm not saying I'd buy it. I'm not saying it's something I love. But listening to it, I'm like, that that could be any one of these fucking Jason Aldean motherfuckers. Well, this is a song from that same album. And when I read you this title, it's the opposite of all the titles that we've just been listening to tonight. <laughs> this song title is I Make My Own Sunshine. Nice. Well, Let's like hear that. it. All right. Let's hear it. Is this more Steven? Yeah. Okay, good. I same, want to hear same this. Same album. Pause it. 
if you played this song for Ozzy, when that opening started, he would shrink from it like a vampire from sunlight. <laughs> it would be like, you know that scene in the Hammer movies where they yeah. throw open the curtains yeah. and he goes, ah! that's what Ozzy would do if you played this fucking song for him. <laughs> that was happy as fuck. I liked it. See if it gets happy. There were bluebirds and shit. I dug it. remembered uh this album we could have played an aussie song then the song from yeah. this and just back and forth here's yeah. another song hell, title well, wait hell yes on that song dude <laughs> that's the kind of song i picture steven tyler walking down sesame street handing scarves to muppets that was fucking beautiful it was so helpful and it sounds like children could listen to it and clap along with it and had all, almost a vague yeah. uh african rhythm with the so mm-hmm. you could say it's kind of a world beat thing. I'm sure Paul Simon will steal that. Dude, I'm telling you. And and look, this could very well be me just happy to see any light after yeah, Ozzy has dragged me down. You're responding to what we've been hearing. Yeah, I've been dragged to the bottom of the ocean by Ozzy, and now I'm seeing any ray of light and and clinging to it, hopefully. Well, I think, I think before we hear the next song, we need to hear one more Steven Tyler uplifting song. All right. This one's called Love Is Your Name. Nice. taking some time to play we got to turn all the way down too it hasn't started the, listen uh, man volume it matters <laughs> no seriously it hasn't started slides matter this is that style of music perfectly it's perfect
again, this, this is a guy who went, I could do that shit, and he did it. And he and it's because it's perfect. That is so it sounds just like the stuff that's on country radio. It's it's crazy. And we you know, Ozzy's got all these songs where he's like, I wrote a letter to Mr. Darkness and he won't get you know who Ozzy needs to write letters to? <laughs> Steven Tyler. Steve because Steven Tyler's like, I want to know your name, bring me bring I want to bring you love, yeah, I want to do yeah. all this. He needs him to reach to you. They gotta reach out to one another for fuck's sake. I mean, because I told you the other day, like I fine came on my shuffle. When I was, I oh, was. That's right. You listening. did tell me this, and and it made me go, man. I I because I look Toys in the Attic, one of probably one of my top ten albums of all time. It's fantastic. It is unbelievable, and also uh, draw the line. You know, just just the songs and fucking the, the lyrics and the attitude and the snarl. But also there was always a fucking wink in in Aerosmith stuff, even if it was aggressive and mean. Yep. Even Lightning Strikes, which is fucking mean. You could still hear that 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 he had he he's got that David Lee Roth thing where you're just like wow now since we're into this right now a little bit I'm gonna play something else in 2011 Robin Zandor dipped his toe into country music all right this album was only on iTunes for 12 hours and then it was pulled off and it was never released physically now I'm crazy so at midnight of course I downloaded the album was called Countryside Boulevard. All right. And I'll just play. Boy, that's 11 years ago. Yeah. So he was he saw it coming then. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the first track is called Every Dog. I think this is a good one. bit different from steven's well yeah in that that i could hear that being a cheap trick song yes without that guitar that yeah, yeah, dum, dum, that dum. could be a cheap trick song and and also um that's more of a you can hear the old school patsy klein kind of influence in yeah. that even in the phrasing whereas tyler is is straight up 2000 the 2010s yes. country he's right you in know it. that like i said toby keith jason aldean mm-hmm. all those it's eric church yeah that's right there. Yeah. We, he he wrote in that style. Yes. Whereas Robin used real country influences and wrote country country music, but with still his pop sensibility to it. Well, I liked it. I thought I, it was good. I hope we've cleansed the palate enough oh, for boy. this next song featuring Tony Iommi. All right. Four minutes and ten seconds. Okay. Mike, get ready to listen to Degradation Rules. <laughs> <laughs> Degradation rules, Mike. Oh, I'm, that's what I've heard. That's the rumor going around. Well, let's find out if it does. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, there it is, Mike. You're right. Harmonica. It's almost buried too deep. Oh, no, there it is. <laughs> and doom. Let's find the Iomi solo. At least this is a song about somebody else. Right. Never do a solo with the groove. No. Listen, listen to the way they change the. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still fighting against it always. Nothing wrong with it. I think that's Taylor. Yeah, that sounds like it could be Taylor. All right. All right, Mike. That's a no from me. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that as a no. I, I don't. Again, you, I. If you gave me some Tyler right now, I'd be very happy. I, I just. It's so. Again, it's not even dark like. You know, fucking. Uh, Venom dark. You know the, right. those kind of bands, death metal and Cannibal Corpse. It's just bleak. You know, yeah. and and not and also not bleak in a fantasy way. It's bleak in a because and at least like I said at least that was about somebody else. As he lays in his room, he looks at the ceiling. Their degradation rules. He's sad. Whatever the fuck. Again, everybody else is sad in his universe. Um, this it's, it's just not for me. It's such an overload of of, of just of, yeah de- depression Bla- of of black. You know what I yeah. mean? Where you're just it's like, all black. Whatever. None more black. <laughs> all right, Mike. I need to start a new file, so I'm going to cleanse the palate with another song from Robin Zander. This is called The Ballad of Gene and Me.
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, Mike, we're back. We're back. She could be most back from the abyss. Back from the abyss. More Robin Zander. That's Walking Shoes from Countryside Boulevard. You can't get it. They pulled it. They pulled it. Well, I have to be honest with you. The first song, like I said, it had some real country influences. Like at those last two you played, kind of, kind of cosplayish, kind of yeah. poserish. Maybe that's why they didn't release it. For me, it, it that feels like a guy putting on a suit that doesn't fit. Whereas Steven Tyler, like I said, he could make a meal out of pretty much fucking anything, and he he just was killing it. It sounds like you want to hear a song like, I don't know, track number 11? Don't play the one we know blows. the one you Because that's the thing is you played me the one, and I was like, this is awful. So I just assumed the rest of it was that awful. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Ozzy. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Steven Tyler with fucking beans and cornbread. Or no, 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 no. We're going we're gonna to listen to... Uh, Track eleven. All right. Now, from what I can gather here, this is just this is Josh Homme on guitar on this one. Well, I'm going to say this: we're coming. It's a this is eleven of thirteen. Yeah. So I'm, I've got a feeling that after for the the first ten songs, wallowing in it, he now he emerges. Now he's like a chrysalis. All right. He is reborn into sunlight, and uh, and he becomes a beautiful butterfly in these next three songs. I'm going to give you the title, and then we were we're going to figure out what it's about. All right. The song is called Dead and Gone. But this could be his depression. That's what I think. It's dead and gone. He's I'm, shedding I'm his through skin. It. I've gotten through it. I'm pa- It's past. I see. I've come out of the other end of the tunnel. Okay, I go the other way. Uh-oh. I, you know what's dead and gone? <laughs> the, his, the world, his, his life. His hope. His hope. Oh no! Yes, he had any any hope he had of of recovering from this, the world changing, everything being better. Oh my God! Is now dead and gone, friend. All right. Take it from the top. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, hey. We'll see. In the middle of the I thought night. it was him. I thought that was him. Not joking. Oh, we missed the start because we were talking. I pray for the promise 
Did he say the future is bankrupt? It sure is. Oh my god! I think I got that one. I nailed yeah, that one. You nailed it. I did indeed. I just, I just <laughs> look. I, I, I don't, I don't mind his voice. I don't mind the music, but the, uh, but the just the, the yes, the depressing, dire tone of every lyric yeah he he used to have some fun even shot in the dark or or like i said thank god for the bomb it was a, thank god for the bomb oh, song i can't stop mentioning it because i love that song so much yeah but that that song there at least is sonically interesting the music was was great that little chugga chugga i i dug it but then he starts with his nonsense and you're like oh man what are you doing dude couldn't you write one lyric about everything's going to be okay or... I know you had it and then no. And also, I like you. I want to like you. I yeah. don't want to feel bad for you for a whole fucking album. You know right. what I mean? You've, you've brought a lot of joy into my life over the years. So it would be pretty cool to hear that you had some arbitrary finish line that actually worked out for you instead of knowing that you fucking... Everything's terrible. I mean, it's... it's I don't know. It, it, it's... And again, he'll, I'm sure he's going to say, I'm writing from a character. I'm writing for whatever the part of me is in it, but it doesn't matter. It, it yeah. still, as a listener, it just bogs you down, man. It just, you're just like, I can't hear another song about how sad you are when you, in you know, the, the future is bankrupt. <laughs> you should have named the album that. Uh, <laughs> well, look, there's only one thing that's going to get us out of this, Mike. What could that and it's, be? It's going to be a rocker. Okay. From the eighties. All right. Who decided to go country for an oh, album. Oh my word. So. Here we go. I can only hope. Feel something like summertime. Top down and Life goes like this Wake up, check that off a sun list Gotta be a little something more than this The bottom of my coffee cup Oh Keep no Postcard in the back of my mind White sand, sunshine And you shining like a brand new diamond That's keeping me from giving up Thinking like I had enough You make me feel something like summertime Top down and nothing but time Radio's on you know who that was? I thought I knew who it was, and then I, in the mid midstream, I changed to a different guy. Who do you think it is? Well, the first I thought it was Brett Michaels at first, not Brett Michaels, and then I thought it was John Bon Jovi. It's John Bon Jovi. Oh my god! <laughs> Again, let me say this: all these guys too. This is another thing that they have in common. These guys who we grew up with and we listen to and stuff, their voice is just a little off. So now they, they try to do this thing because they don't sound like they used to, which is, right. we understand, you I get, get older or whatever. Yeah. But now they're they're doing all sorts of chicanery in the studio where they're trying to fucking make their voices sound the same. And he he doesn't, so that's what I'm saying. When that first started, I thought it was Brett Michaels. If you listen to the open, like right now, if you listen to the open again, 
And you think to yourself, this is Brett Michaels. Yeah. It I, sounds like Brett Michaels. You're right. You're right. But then he hits that, when he starts to hit the second verse or whatever, I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, I know, I knew it was him, but he's all up here now. <laughs> Instead of being, you this know, is 2007. Was, he oh, shouldn't be all up there. But he was. That's what he did. Let's see if he's up there with but, this one. So, but again, with real quick, before you do. Yeah, sure, sure. Steven Tyler still sounds like Steven Tyler. Yeah, he really did. He, he sounded great. He does not sound like he's trying to do a character. He doesn't no. sound like he's, he's, he's not an imposter. Right. These guys sound like fucking imposters. This is a song called I Love This Town. <laughs> that I like this place. Kill yourself. <laughs> you don't have to look too far to find a friendly face. I feel alive when I'm walking on this Now, th- again, I don't care for his vocal in that. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. Right. But if you had somebody named Chase or Colt record that song now, <laughs> it sounds exactly- buck? What about a buck? Right. But throw buck in there. It's what you'd hear on the radio and you'd go, oh, okay, that makes complete sense. Yeah. He should have like sold these songs to people. But that but that was a perfect representation mm-hmm. of what this music is. Right. You know, sonically. But, but his voice kicks in and he's just- He's got Ozzy syndrome. He's way. Mm. They're all nasal now because they're trying to push out because they can't do it with their throat anymore. Yeah, which I totally understand. By the way, that happens in porn too. They can't do it with their throat anymore. They go nasal. It's ugly. So ugly. Bad. That's why we're explicit. <laughs> um, Dave Navarro on guitar. I like Dave Navarro, but I don't know what his guitar sounds like because you don't listen to Jane's or any of that stuff. That's true. It's not for you. You no. don't like. You don't even like him, really. Don't you think um, he's kind of a goof? I mean, look, I saw him twice when I lived in the Fairfax district. Once he was at like just a coffee place and he, <laughs> I'm not kidding. He had a long black feather robe on <laughs> yeah. just sitting drinking coffee. He's and then the star. next time it was at um, kids, a video rental place, a mom and pop. He was with Carmen Electra and... I don't even know if he had a shirt on and they were all over each other picking a movie. Yeah. It's just like, just (laughs) come on guys. Well, I, again, I told that story. I'm sure I told it on here when the black crows hit big. I saw them like four times the first year because I saw them opening for people. Mm -hmm. And then I saw them start eventually headlining and, uh, and they started to give these interviews and they were just like, you know, we're just a band out of Georgia, man. We don't, we don't even want to be noticed. We just like to play our music. Well, I saw them at the fucking pack amp in Irvine, the Pacific amphitheater. And one of them had a pig on a leash. Oh, really? You don't want to be noticed, fellas? You come piling out of your bus in a weed cloud with a top hat on, you got a pig on a leash? Please. Give me a fucking break. So, you're a rock star, you do that yeah, shit. Yeah, I guess so. One more palate cleanse before we get into this. I think you're misusing that phrase. What? You're misusing the phrase palate cleanse. In my rearview mirror, my life is getting you know what is in his rearview mirror? His voice. Go ahead. <laughs> this is called this, the title track, Lost Highway. This is a hit, wasn't it? 
It charted on country. I'm not kidding. Probably did. Life changes like the weather. You grow up old or you hit the road around here. So I drive. Watching wild lines passing by. With my plastic dashboard Jesus. Waiting. Clearly the best of the songs of his that you've played. Yeah, it's a good one. Because in that chorus and in the in the song itself, he sounds like Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. And in the chorus, he's in that lower register, so he's not having to go, nye, nye. you know, he's not sounding like you're rubbing up a fucking <laughs> weed whacker. What if Billy Idol did this? He he could pull it off. He can still do the, the deep baritone type thing. That's he true. That. He did the Christmas album. Yeah. I mean, but but that right there, that was that was and that was even that was a cut above any of the other stuff you played. That because that sounded like Bon Jovi. It sounded like a song, but with a country feel to it. The other two sounded like he was just like, "Hey, this this is what these idiots like. Let's do what some shit kicker music or whatever the fuck." You know, it, it just it's. Ugh. All right, Dave Navarro on guitar. Yes, I'm gonna give you the title of the song. Oh boy. And uh, I want to hear what you think. Okay, is, are we gonna predict what it's about? We're gonna predict what it's okay. about. I mean, I'm not quite sure where I'm gonna go with it, but the song is called "God Only Knows." Okay. And it's not the Beach Boys song, to my knowledge. I hope isn't. not. Jesus, yeah, you have no idea. I kind of hope it is. <laughs> I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you. Mama! <laughs> um, Mashup. This is going to be, uh, all right, God only knows. <clears throat> this is him befuddled. And not he has no idea what his future is or the future of this planet, and uh, and he says God only knows. But the twist will be we probably won't get to it. But the twist will be he will eventually at the end of the song realize even God doesn't know. Oh, He's uh, reaching out to I, God for to know, and even God doesn't. God know. doesn't have any answers. No, sir. God's not answering. No, I, I can't do. Write, I write him letters. <laughs> I call him on the phone. <laughs> I I can't do any better than that. That sounds pretty on the nose. Well, uh, it's on the nose, which means it's probably correct. <laughs> I hope not. Jesus. What did we like? Surprise four songs? me, Ozzy. Did we Surprise like four me. songs? Boy, we liked the first three. We were really into it. We liked the first they three. Stacked them. They stacked them. They might have done that with the last album, too. They might have stacked it, and we they, they fooled us. But I remember laughing right out of the gate at the first one, like out of the last album. I don't think we liked the first song. We were both like, what the fuck? <laughs> Okay, look, I have to dip back. I have to go back to it then. I want to see. Okay. I want to find out. From Ordinary Man, the first track is... <laughs> the title's killing me. Straight to Hell. Oh, boy. All right. That's what I mean. I thought we didn't like it. All right. Maybe we didn't. Because we didn't like any of this album, if I remember correctly. I don't, yeah, I don't think we liked any of it. This is Straight to Hell. Boy, did they bamboozle us with those strong three up top. Really, and that parasite coming in at number oh, three. It would be so much better if you'd started with some weak. Give me a couple of weak ones, and yep. then f- mix in the three good ones. Where you'd be like, "All right, what's a hit or miss?" Yep, I agree. But you're, they definitely front loaded this. They won't even place. <laughs> we haven't gotten any of this on the new one. 
Really? No. All right now. <laughs> this is party Aussie. Compared to now, yeah. Oh, we must have liked this music. Yeah, we must have. Duff McKagan, Chad Smith, Slash. Oh boy. All right. Well, we had to have liked that, right? But but that that's better than anything other than the first three songs, you a know, so- we heard. A song where he says defecate turns yeah. out to be fun. I'm not a scat guy. <laughs> you lose that. But but that was better than everything you know, the last well, nine songs we've listened to. Well, let's find out what God only knows is about. Dreary, doom and gloom. Storm clouds are coming, Pat. There's going to be an evil laugh in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Sure, give up. There's the chorus we were looking for. her you because you just can't have one can, can you listen to this and you're like ozzy have you ever had a pork chop like eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah. it just is there do you like lemonade you know <laughs> could you get ozzy a beach ball i mean could somebody dress on. him in some pastels for once what is wrong with you man <laughs> bring out the black and the eyeliner and paint my nails Lose black it. get it out of here man cut, cut the shag off too yeah. Go bald. Go straight bald like you did. Remember when he shaved his yeah, head? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do that. Oh, no. Embrace your oldness. Just fucking, just get a rocking chair. And and it always used to be like, again, this was the character he played on Wax. Then you'd see him and he was making omelets. And you're like, all right, this is fine. But now this is so bleak. You're like, is this what's going on in his head? If it, or, or is it this, if even worse, is this what he thinks we want from him? 
Do we want a tortured soul? No, man. It's 73. I want to hear. You should be through it. Think of think of the first 90 seconds of Crazy Train. The joy in that. Yeah, dude. All of it. And, and then when the fucking that, that literally it sounds like a train was like, it's, dude, it's so exciting. It it grabs you and you're like, you can't wait to hear more and you're thrilled. And then, man, oh man, I, I just this. I'm actually going to play a song right now called Doom and Gloom. And it's more fun than anything that we've heard from Ozzy. All right. This is the Rolling Stones. All right. Let's hear it. song's called doom and gloom and that's more fun than anything we've heard well it because it has some giddy up because it because yeah. it has you know the riff is optimistic whether mm-hmm. the what the lyrics were you know what i mean it's right. it's uh, his these again the dirge does him no fucking favors here either that you're like dude fuck man every, every song sounds like the the echoing of a gong after they hit it you know what i mean yeah. that we're just dissipates into the ether just ominously and like this terrible dude lucky 13 Ugh. now i thought evil shuffle would have the harmonica just by the title right shuffle it didn't but the other one i thought might have the shuffle is this one this is this song is only a minute and 50 seconds okay and it's called dark side blues oh jesus <laughs> Because it had blues in the title, I'm like, oh, that's got to have harmonica. Yeah, right. That's got to be the one. How did it? it maybe it still will. Dark side blues. Is this how we're closing out? It's what. It's how he's closing oh out. This is what he chose God. to do. What's this about, Mike? Boy, I. What if it's like a? It's. I got the dark side blues. <laughs> uh, it's a. It's a guy, who. Uh, once again, he he's realized that things have not gone well. His life is careened off the rails. It hasn't gone well, and and he's now as depressed as he was about the dark side of his life. Now he's got the blues about that depression. <laughs> he's sad about his sadness. That's what I'm gonna say. Wow, God, I hope it's I hope it's funny. I hope we laugh. Sure, yeah, that's gonna happen. All right, <laughs> take it from the top. Are we gonna, we should listen to the whole thing if it's only two minutes. One minute and fifty. We might not want to hear it. All. <laughs> that, that's harmonica. harmonica. All right. Ugh. Who's that old scratch? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I went down to the crossroads. <laughs> 
Maybe it's an instrumental. I hope so. It'll be the most hopeful tune on the album. Left is home. Oh, it's unlistenable with that echo. Ah, she was his girl. We gotta hear the second verse, whatever the second verse might be. I don't think there is one. We we're we twenty seconds left. Oh. Well, wait. Let's we gotta hear how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh my god. <laughs> I backed it up. Oh Jesus Christ! You fucking called it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I thought he would, and then maybe go into "I love you all." No, I knew there'd be nonsense. Oh, I was like, might. "You got to hear how this ends." Well, that's not blues, but this is. You crushed it, dude. You had it. Okay. This is blues. That wasn't blues, Mike. Well, right. From 1957 by the Chips. Oh. What the hell is that? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. A whiz sandwich is the kind of a sandwich where you do have two slices of bread, either rye or white or pumpernickel, and you sincerely wish you had some meat. Ball, ball, ball. <laughs> All right. That's some blues for you, Mike. That was some serious blues. Oh, my goodness. All right. So we, we liked three of 13, really. I mean... I liked three of 13 and I have three maybes, but only because of the music. Yeah. I mean, and I will listen to it top to bottom and see what happens. Well, let's go. Let's go down the line. Patient number nine. What, what do you want me to do? What well, we just say yes or no. Is that a one we liked? Is that one you liked? Yeah, I did. Like, yeah, I like it. I think we had a consensus here. Like, I'll just, I'll go through my list. You don't have to follow up. I've been I, writing, I can't even remember some. Yeah, of I've been now. writing down. Patient number nine is a yes. Yes. Immortal is a yes despite mm-hmm. its silly vampire thing but it's mm-hmm. also i'd much rather have the vampire thing than ozzy considering taking a lead salad right uh parasite yes did and you say lead salad that's what you, yeah a little uh, bullet in the mouth all right uh parasite i go yes with the uh with the asterisk that that was probably our top best choice yeah. yeah that'll be the play out is that, that, is that mccready that's the mccready one right uh and no that's zach okay that's zach uh immortal was mccready because yeah, we didn't get to went, listen it to, went back mccready zach but i also love I, I think i loved immortal uh the m- musically better than parasite yeah. even i think um and then no escape from now i gave a yes no 
uh, because I liked the music, but mm-hmm. again, the the imagery and stuff. Yeah. And then we got a no on one of these it's days. It's just a hodgepodge then. Yeah. And we got a no on a thousand shades. Uh, we got a, we got a yes, no on Mr. Darkness again because of the music. Yeah. And then we got a solid no on nothing feels right. No on evil shuffle. No on degradation rules. A maybe on dead and gone because again, sonically interesting, but the, yeah. the, the vocal and then no on God only knows. And, and no on dark side, dark side blues. blues. Jesus yeah. Christ. He reeled us in, didn't he? <sighs> he totally had us with those first three. Must be so hard when you're a PR person and you have to go out there and you have to like push this oh, he's, he's doing a signing and he's gonna halftime show and but uh, but you know what he's I, back and he's crazier than ever that's the that's the part i don't like because i'll disagree with you that it's a hard job for a publicist because this guy right here at the end of the pr i'm sorry at the press release um that's the stuff you already know we hope but what really matters is Ozzy Osbourne is the real Iron Man and is still kicking ass and going fucking crazy to this day. Yeah, I know. You're Someone 70- had to write that. Someone got paid to write that. Yeah, and and all, that's just by the numbers Ozzy stuff. You know what I mean? Because he wrote Iron right. Man or whatever. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is I think a publicist, a built-in job, you, you've got Ozzy Osbourne, it's not a hard sell. Right. Because he has a built-in audience grandfathered in who are, I guarantee you, you're going to go online, okay, you're going to see a ton of people who love this best and say al- he's best, back. Best one. Best yeah. Ozzy album ever. Because people want to convince themselves that their hero or this guy has never aged or hasn't mm-hmm. stopped being good. Uh, or maybe they're at a place in their life where they're just as bleak and depressed and so they can see that too. I totally get it. Now, I will tell you this. Um, Ozzy's last three albums prior to this in 2007, 2010, and 2020 all went gold. They all went gold. Who's buying albums other who, than you? Who bought... Ordinary Man sold 500,000 copies in the US. Yeah. That's crazy. That's And it's everybody I went to high school with. Yeah. You know, because there there are dudes I know personally that they... Oh, they're like... Because they, they're the same people whenever this argument happens. Like last year during the NFL halftime show for the Super Bowl. Do you remember who it was? No, I don't. It was Eminem and Dr. Dre. Oh, oh yeah, Jay-Z. yeah. The suit that I, I thought you meant who was playing. No, no, no. Just for the halftime, the yeah. Super Bowl show. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, it was. It's fantastic. not my music, but it was highly entertaining and uh, fun. But I when, just watch it because it's a fun right thing. But, but and, when they announced it, there are people that I, you know, people I know that I grew up with that I went to school with who were furious at it, and they're like. They got to get ACDC. ACDC needs to play the halftime show or Ozzy Osbourne needs to play the halftime show. Like there are people who still think these guys are viable artists who matter and are at the top of their game. Yeah. They're not at the top of their game. Exactly right. So that's why I was shocked when Ozzy was doing the football thing tonight. I guess I'm not shocked that they didn't show it because maybe they saw rehearsals. The queen bumped them too, but also they might've just gone, oh, he's lip syncing it. We don't want to watch this. Um, Because I think that song, when you played that clip, I'm pretty sure that was patient number nine that he was doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, but there's there are people who will buy his albums just because of who he is and they've loved him for so long and they want to support and and it makes sense, I get it, but it doesn't mean he's good. Right. You know, and and to me it sends the, like again, this if you're 73, change it up, but he can't change it up because he's got this audience that loves him what are they going to be mad at him? Like we said, people get mad at Wolf because Wolf won't play his dad's songs. Are they going to be mad <laughs> because Ozzy was happy? What if Ozzy is really happy but he's like I have to get in the mood. Well, that's what I said. We used to see these clips of him making omelets like and, and stuff like in, in Decline of Western mm-hmm. Civilization Part 2 when he had the frosted hair and the robe yeah, and he's yeah, making yeah. the eggs. And, and he was funny and entertaining. And even on that Osborne show, yes, he was played for laughs. 
um, he was just he was he was like every sitcom dad, but that sitcom dad had cerebral palsy. You know what I mean? He's just shaking and can't talk. But he was a genuinely interesting and entertaining guy. Where you were like, oh, I like his personality. He's fun. But now this this doesn't have any humor in it at all. This no. has nothing. No hope. No humor. No light. No wink. There's no, no, he doesn't give you that wry aside that lets you know that he's in on it. No, yeah. this sounds like a guy in pain. Yep. What is your favorite, what's your favorite Ozzy Osbourne song? Like if you had to go, you have one go-to Ozzy song. You can't go rock and roll. Really? Yes. Wow. And yeah. that is from, let me find that. Is that from? It's from Diary. It's from the first album. Is it from the first album or Diary? That was on Diary. Hold on now. Yeah. It's from uh, Diary. Yeah. All right. I liked Diary better than Blizzard of Oz when it came out. I was like so happy. Well, I mean, Over the Mountain, Flying High Again. I mean, yeah, got some good tunes. Um, and the and the first album's amazing too. And I saw him on those tours. You know, I saw Motley Crue open for him. Uh, and I, dude, when the whole, when the Druids came out for Mr. Crowley, where everybody's like, you know, carrying, they're fucking with the, the hooded robes and they're walking and the, uh, dude, I saw great stuff and it was amazing to watch him in, in those times. But has patient number nine, has that killed rock and roll? <laughs> there's a chance, there's a chance dark side blues put a couple of pot you're, shots in it. You're telling me that you can't <laughs> kill rock and roll. And yet Ozzy did his best Yeah, in 2022 to do it. But I, I, and I don't want to be. Again, I want to like things. We've we've talked about this. Sure. I don't. I didn't do this to be. Who doesn't ha, like fucking Ozzy snarky? Hey, those first three songs. I thought we were. Oh, this is. Oh, it's go time. Yes, I was. I was like, this is a, a really shocking change. Yes. Uh, and and I and also I got to be honest. I have put out the, the the last album out of my head. I remember making fun of it with you, but then we just played that song, and I was like, I like this music part, you know, and. I don't care for his voice because okay. that's the issue I have overarching. And I told you in the beginning of this, it, it's just, he's playing this character now that you can't escape. Yeah. It's tough. All right. Well, I will close it out tonight with, yes, you can't kill rock and roll, but before oh, that, perfect. Where can we find you? Well, you know, you guys you... go ahead. <laughs> am I not, is that, am I not supposed to go? Tell me. No, no, you are, but I, I was, I was going to, but you're going to probably answer it. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, you guys can get me at Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. You can be my friend at Facebook.com slash The 40-Year-Old Boy. You can follow me on Twitter at Twitter.com slash The 40-Year-Old Boy. You can find me at Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok at Mike40YOB. That's Mike40YOB. I'm not very active on TikTok. I've never put one up. Uh, I, I'm not active in a lot of stuff these days. But find me, and if you want me to be active, reach out and go, hey, you should put up a photo or something, and maybe I'll think about it. You can also go to Twitch.tv slash The 40-Year-Old Boy and uh, watch me streaming cowboy games and and spooktober is coming up we're going to play a lot of scary games in october and that's usually every weekday at four o'clock pacific time that's twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy and that's the number four zero find me there you can follow and subscribe and uh, i appreciate you having me pat there you go that's the place you can find me everywhere all the time and the podcast are you back is it are you back and doing it once a week how's yes. it going yeah yeah we've we've uh yeah we're back so i okay. friend, this drops uh this drops in a, a week from today which this is good drop. yeah no so i mean I, I, then there will have been like five episodes up in a row by then you know my friend lily has come back and she's uh zoom was kind of a revelation because one of the things was she was physically incapable of doing it with me and so being in the same room was tough going to see her all these things so i've been doing the show solo for the past couple of years and i like that Mm -hmm. But then the pandemic came, things got weird. And, uh, and just recently I reached out and Lily has started to do some zoom shows with me. Cool. And, uh, it's been fantastic. Put the band back together. Exactly. And that, and it's, it puts the show back in the form that I find it to be at its best. 
So I'm very happy that she's decided to help me that way. All right. Good deal. Um, we are at Rock Solid Show on Twitter. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. We have uh, two GoFundMes up right now, and these are cool because we're trying to raise money. One, for the 40th anniversary Super Deluxe Kiss Creatures of the Night box set. We have to raise $400. We're, I think, at $275, so very close. Also, we have one up for the Beatles Revolver Super Deluxe 5 CD box set. And that one's a little cheaper. It, uh, I think at $175 is what we're trying to raise. And uh, I do ask for money over and above what the box set costs because it's going to be shipped to me. I'm going to do videos, but then I'm going to have to pack it up and ship it to someone else and take it to the thing and the blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. So that's why it's a little over and above what it is. I'm doing all the work, folks, but you guys could win these box sets for 20 bucks and it's cool. So anybody who jumps into the Patreon and donates... It, they don't even have to be in the Patreon for this. Anyone can do this. Oh, really? Oh, for the GoFundMe? Yes, for these, anyone can do these. So anyone who contributes to the GoFundMe is in the drawing to win the actual box set. Yes. The most you can go in for is 20 bucks. For every $5, you get four chances on the wheel. Oh, nice. All right? So that way someone can't come in for 100 bucks and have and be on the wheel, you know, 20 yeah. times or whatever. So, uh, you know, but some, some guys go in. Most people go in for 20, but... You can go in for five. You, your name will be once on the wheel. And, you know, we give it a spin. We see what happens. It's fun. Perfect. The la We just gave away the Blondie box set. And I always do a thing. I say, for everyone who entered, I send a Zoom link. And then I see. So so I do the, the drawing, the wheel, live in front of people. Oh, okay. So they know that it's not rigged. Or sure. they can Everyone can watch it. Only two guys appear in the Zoom room. It was West Anthony and Jeff Scoble. And Jeff Scoble says... You got to be here to win, right? You know, we laugh. Jeff Scoble won. No. Yes. They were both <laughs> on the wheel four times and Jeff came up. Folks, you got to be there. That's the, <laughs> have you learned this? It was, just, so it was so wild. We were all three of us were just laughing. We're like, are you kidding? That's awesome. Yeah. So that was cool. Congratulations, Jeff. Yeah. Congratulations, Jeff. All right. Uh, Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. Get your episodes early and ad free like this one recorded well, now it's past midnight, but Oof. we recorded it Friday, September 8th, and you will have it Friday, September 9th. Everyone else will get it next week. Um, so that's $5 tier, and you get that, and you can win prizes, and you can participate in the episodes where you send an intro and a song, and it's a bunch of fun, and I can't believe you're not doing it. Come aboard for a buck. What if we got 500 people to come on for a buck? Oh, $500 and you wouldn't miss that fucking $12. But I would appreciate it. All right, Mike, with that, you can't kill it. I can't kill it. Ozzy's trying to kill He's it. He's certainly trying. There's no doubt. Thank you for being here late at night. Dude, thanks for having me. And this is You Can't Kill Rock and Roll. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, dude.
Things they will do 